Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Mm-hmm. We sure mm-hmm. are. We sure are. <laughs> hey, folks, it is Saturday, December 17th, 2021. It's the final time I get to say 2021 on this show. And this is Grapsity, and I am Will Washington, but I'm not alone here. I'm joined by my dude, Mr. Philip Lindsay. Hope you guys have had a great week of wrestling, and of course, Spider-Man. What's going on? Yep, and also here is Righteous Reg. Yes, in the building, Double R, you know what it is, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. We in the building, man, it's Grapsity, it's Saturday morning. What's good, y'all? What's good? I don't know if y'all can hear my kids being wild as hell in the background. It's Saturday morning. It's Saturday morning. (laughs) I'm like texting my wife right now, like, make them stop. Mm. (laughs) 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 Uh... (laughs) But yeah, um, and they hey, just hit a doomsday device. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the, the, the thing is that these two like wrestle all day long. Now, here's the funny thing though, though, is that Billy stayed home two days uh, sick this week, and uh, for the first time ever, I had to send them back to school um, mm. because like Wednesday he was believably sick. I mm-hmm. get that. Thursday morning though, you know, and I work from home. Um, and I have since the pandemic. I can't believe I'm going on two years working from home. I haven't been in an office in nearly two years. Um, 
but yeah so we're sitting at home and uh i am catching up on stuff i missed from dynamite on thursday morning because i went to the nuggets game wednesday speaking of which the streak is over i've now seen a loss or i guess i haven't seen a loss because i left in the fourth quarter (laughs) i see what you're doing here i left i left with probably 10 minutes left i'm like there's no way and sure enough there wasn't although timberwolves they're 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 doing good um but anyway so uh i'm watching dynamite and billy has this thing where when he watches wrestling he can't like not want to do moves and so (laughs) because he got like last uh, last birthday he got like this big ass stuffed bear and he just like does every move to it right and so this kid supposed to be homesick and uh we get like i'm probably halfway through hangman and uh brian and billy starts dragging his bear outside and i'm like where are you going and he's like i'm going to go wrestle and i'm like you're supposed to be in school right now. What do you mean I'm about to go wrestle? And he's like, well, <coughs> I'm just yeah. going to wrestle lightly. And I'm like... He's like, have you seen this match, Dad? Look at this match that we're watching. I'm inspired. I need to do a five-star classic myself. <laughs> and so I'm like, go put some clothes on. You're going to school late. And uh, he put some clothes on. And I, I did. I actually sent them to school. Wow. Damn it, Brian Danielson. Look what you did. I, mean, I will say, my, my, my daughter was asking. She had been asking like all day. Uh, because initially she wasn't feeling good in the morning, and then she remembered, like, oh, today's where, like, they're picking everybody for choir. And she's mm. like, I can't miss that. And she's like, Dad, I need to go to school. And I'm like, you can't go to school now. You're supposed to be sick. And so I ended up sending my kids school- to school late. It's, like, the first time mm. I've ever done that. Because you know what? Man, I don't know about you guys, but when I was home from school on a weekday, obviously every day was weekday, but when I was home from school, I didn't have... Like, one, my parents did not let me play any of my video games. But two, mm-hmm. like, I didn't have Netflix or none of that shit. Of course, you no, didn't not But, yeah, so, like, staying home for me was, like, watching The Price is Right and Maury. And... <laughs> it was kind of boring, man. It's just, yeah. like, daytime talk shows. Yeah, I watched soap operas. Like, that was right. all I had to watch. Yeah. It was just whatever was on local TV. That was my staying home from school. And so, I don't know. They just have, like, endless entertainment when they're staying home from school and I'm like, nah, you know what? I'm going to make you guys watch local TV. You are mm-hmm. still going to watch Maury just cause that's what I had to watch. Is Maury still happening? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Maury getting that coin, man. You I, I are so. still the father. It's like I, 50 years later. You're still the father. I mean, there's still, that's going to be that forever. Yeah. That's but, an endless concept. <laughs> It could be 20 years from now. He's still like, you are the father. I don't know how the concept could ever, ever disappear. Only TV show I don't know still going is Catfish. Like, how is Catfish still... How is there new seasons of this show, bro? Like, FaceTime me right now. I don't... (laughs) What game are we playing? We all got brand new cell phones. And if you can't FaceTime me, why are we... We can't talk to each other. What are you talking about? I feel that, right? Like, how are people still getting catfish in an age where literally every messaging app has the ability to video call? I'm saying, press and like, enter if somebody's right like, now. hey, this is Seth Rollins right now, I'll be like, okay, Seth Rollins, call me. Prove it. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't call you right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, you, you can't. Mm-mm. You're lying. Nah. No, I'm just going to wait until the scam is already finished and then trying to show up to Brooklyn and beat you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's some dedication, yeah. I guess, man. But hey, everybody. 
Uh, and I want to make sure if you're joining us here on Grapsity, um, one, I want to thank you for being with us on your Saturday. And uh, I, I want you guys to um, chat with us. Be a part of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and the way you can do that, uh, there's a couple of ways. We prefer Humper Chats, HumperChats.com. Uh, send those to us. Um, donate us your Humper Chats, and we'll read them right here on the show. Uh, and then also their Super Chats as well on YouTube. Um, you can always send us those. we got a few of those to read, as a matter of fact. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Shaddy says, y'all watching Smack Volume 9 today? I'm probably going to watch a little bit of that. Yep, definitely. It's a big night for shows. Who's going to watch that boxing fight, too? Uh, the uh, Jake Paul and Tyron uh, Woodley rematch. Tired of them balls, man. I like uh, uh, those I, two. Like I uh, that's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's a it's a setup. It's wrestling, but yeah, it's, boxing, it's definitely so. wrestling. It's so, wrestling, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. D'Lo said, "Staying home was video games. Hoping my mom went to Blockbuster the other day and uh, her bringing me breakfast, and she was the McDonald or was the GM from McDonald's." Wow, D'Lo, it was lit for D'Lo. Egg McMuffins all around. <laughs> Nah, we wouldn't get none of that. Mm -mm. No, I was, I got, I mean, my mom stayed at home for the most part. She, my mom was a fitness instructor, so she like taught classes like in the afternoons, but for the most part, mm -hmm. she's a stay at home mom. So, you know, I, I maybe got like oatmeal or something. Yeah, some cream <laughs> of wheat. Eat this yeah. cream of wheat and go back to bed. Yeah, my no mom's Netflix. like, It's know. crazy out here, man. WWE <laughs> Network. It's crazy. I used to think when WWE Network was popular, I was like, if I was... 10 years old and WWE Network existed, I would cry every single day of my life. Yeah. I can't believe it. There's so much to watch. Uh, I, I, I miss it because right. I don't use Peacock nearly as much. I don't use uh, Peacock at all. I don't really. have Peacock. So when <laughs> really? they went to Peacock, I was like, I'm good here. I'm not going to switch you, over. So, so wait, how do you watch the pay-per-views? What's don't. that? <laughs> I told you I haven't given WWE a dime in a long time. I make you gave up thirty five dollars. Okay. That was the last time, and I, the last time you sent the bitches. <laughs> I did think about it because, of course, SmackDown was here in Chicago, and I was like, "Hmm, all right." And then so I was watching it, and it got to that Corbin segment. I was like, "Yeah, glad I didn't pull up for this one." I wasn't even watching the show. My friend that barely, he watches AEW and he kind of, he'll watch WWE sometimes. He just texted, what is this bullshit going on on SmackDown? I'm like, I don't even, I don't know, man. I'm not yeah, watching. I, I just, who, who is the Corbin stuff for? I just don't understand. Like, who thinks that's, that's funny? Vince McMahon's specialty right there. Madcap Masa. And, and he let me loves tell that. You. He's probably laughing so hard at that. Uh, let me tell you. I love corny ass jokes. It's my mm -hmm. favorite thing in the world. If I can make, especially my daughter go, mm -hmm. when I tell a joke, I know I've won. And I hate, hate those Mad Cat Moss segments. Like, awesome. I can't stand, they're so bad. They're so bad. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we, uh, I guess the other thing beforehand, uh, without spoiling, but I know all three of us saw Spider-Man, but only two of us here are like big MCU guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I haven't watched Spider-Man. I think the last one I saw was Toby number two. So Toby number two. <laughs> when was that? I don't even remember. Yeah, I used to no. like the video game. So I was like, I'll watch it. But like, I don't know. But yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I had a lot of fun. And I saw you have fun, too. Although, Reg, the thing I wanted to talk about, 
Yeah, it's like we're not gonna talk about any spoilers, so we don't have to worry about that. We're not gonna talk about like people who showed up in the movie. Yeah, uh, no. the, like, nothing like that. I hate but, spoilers. I would I, never. Yeah, but what I did—I I mean, I will say there's a moratorium here. Like after a while, you know, it was okay to say, "All right, Darth Vader is Luke's father." Like, yeah, right? like yeah. at, at, at some point, everybody knew that. The sixth uh, sense, like everybody knew what. Like it had been twenty years. <laughs> like you know that he sees dead people or whatever. Like, yeah, he's lit. And, and in this case. You don't have long, so go see it. Because mm-hmm. at some point, people it's just going to be a thing people talk about. Mm-hmm. So that said, uh, I'm curious, though, Reg. You you saw it, but your movie theater experience... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's very clear to me that you don't go see Marvel movies. Because, nah, like, nah, this nah. is normal shit, right? Like, people uh, pop in theaters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. I was very surprised. I was embarrassed. I, was, I wanted to leave. I wanted to get out of there. After the first one, I was like, let me, I told my friend, let me out. I got to get out of here. I can't be a part of this. What's going on? Why are they clapping? What are you guys clapping for? They can't hear you up there. This is a movie. It's a movie screen. When you're clapping, you're clapping for yourself. I don't know what the hell's going on here. It was very confusing. I was, I was nervous, sad, and scared at the same time. But then uh, I learned that, oh, this is what they do. They're excited. They're popping for big moves like me when I see a Hurricane Rana followed by a Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I get that's, it. That's how I get it. That's how it is. And then yeah, boom, we, boom, pal. It all correlated together. MCU is the WWE universe, and I wanted to leave even more. I'm like, get me out of here. This is just the WWE. They're like... It's like the whole, there's a big production, there's fireworks and there's explosions and there's cameos and there's all these things and there's this stuff. And it's just a big WWE show. And I was like, <laughs> this is, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, if yeah. WWE had a blueprint, if there was like comic book, if there was a comic book history that WWE can go off, they do, but they're awful at it. It would just be the same thing, but like. Essentially, like these things only feel good to me because they have a blueprint to follow. Like if it was just writers writing, I'd be like, this is awful because like I like the movie, but also at the same time, I don't really watch a lot of big budget movies. So like I was like, this is just a WWE show. The jokes are corny as fuck. The people are just like it's like they're hitting their marks. Um, Hit your ex right here. Say the joke. Oh, say the thing. It's just like, ah. Say the things. And it's great, man. I will tell you. Yeah, no, I get it. I I know why people like it. It's the same reason why people like WWE. No, no, I can't. No, no, no. No, it's not, though, because. (laughs) It is. No, 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 no. Because it's not so much. Because it's not so much. Because, like, the stuff people are applauding and laughing at are, like, rewards for having watched the previous stuff. WWE does the same thing, bro. Uh, yes and no, because I've been waiting for a payoff for this Naomi stuff since at least September. And, I mean, we can't. Uh, I mean, could you like imagine? Anything. Could you imagine like if you were MCU, like waiting for? A pay- you can't say black black people. There ain't no black people getting payoffs in these movies. There ain't no black people yes, getting payoffs. What do you mean? Boom, boom, surprise. <laughs> because, what do you mean? Did you not see Black Panther? What's going uh, on with uh, you? Look, you're acting like them. Did you not see Big E? Did you not see the four <laughs> times that there's been a WWE champion? I'm telling y'all, correlations. No, because no, uh, there, nah. there's Falcon. There's a, no, uh, but here's the thing. I, I, I'll say this. I like. I love these movies because like, I've been, as a matter of fact, you're in Spider-Man. I'm in Cap. Uh, but... <laughs> 
Um, I just realized we showed up. I wasn't even thinking about it either. I just threw on a shirt because I. This is now they're Avengers. Avengers. I'm fighting the damn Avengers. You here. are fighting Jeez the Avengers. Louise. Look, I, I I love these movies because um, I, I I do feel like they they continue to be a gigantic reward for mm-hmm. having been with them since the beginning. I've seen mm-hmm. every single one of them. Uh, actually, I haven't seen the Eternals. Um, but. Uh, for the most part, I've seen it all. I've seen every Netflix show. I've seen all the, mm-hmm. the Disney Plus shows. And each time, there's just a tiny little reward for having... Well, and you can tell the level of pop is how much of a reward it was for right. certain things. If it's mm-hmm. like, oh, here's a tiny little payoff that um, that people may not have paid much attention to, then it's like, you maybe hear like four or five people go, oh. But mm-hmm. then if it's like something everybody saw, then it's... <gasps> Mm-hmm. Yes, but either right. way, they all. They're, they're, yeah, no, I'm totally no. just trolling you guys. I think it's super cool. Like, I like wrestling, so like, yeah. it's hard that, to be like, yo, you guys are big dorks. I cheer for two sweaty guys fighting for an hour. I think it's amazing. It's great. So it's it is my favorite, man. I, I mean, and like, it's so it's it's so much content to be able to indulge in. Like, I'm kind of jealous that I'm not. I don't know anything. But I mean, it was it wasn't too. really super hard to follow along with Spider Man because. You know, Spider Man is Spider Man. Like I've seen Spider Man, the cartoon, and the, like it's. I could I see what was going on there. So yeah, I did enjoy the movie though. It was fun. You just don't, don't calm down. Stop clapping. Sit down in your seat. <laughs> That's quiet, saying, everybody. Bro. What's like, your, why y'all <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is funny too because uh, Spider Man didn't have half of the moments that Endgame had as far mm-hmm. as like people clapping and like people were crying in Endgame. Uh, as far as like See, the moment I left, uh, the yo. moment all the uh, the the blipped people all showed up through when they said on your left, and uh, and Cap turns around and everybody's there. My God, the theater I was in lost it. You would think The Rock <laughs> just returned. <laughs> <laughs> the people's champ, baby. Yeah, you man, they they everybody lost because I was in. You know, I I, I try to go to every. Uh, like the first showing I can just mm-hmm. so I don't have to deal with, uh, you know, being online, being like, hey, avoid spoilers. Don't spoil like, nah, you know what? I don't give a shit. I mm-hmm. saw it the second it came out. So I'm not going to be one of those guys screaming at people about spoilers. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that uh, to, to steal a point from Garrett Kidney, I think the spoiler culture like it is it is a very strategic thing. It is because. Do you see how big the the box office is going to be this weekend? They're talking about mm-hmm. two hundred million, mm-hmm. and it's all people trying to avoid spoilers. Right, and so it is this culture of like if you put it out there and you continue to hammer home like no spoilers, no spoilers, mm-hmm. then everybody's going to be like, oh, I need to go see it. I so have I to avoid spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great strategy. It, it is an excellent. The movie strategy. industry maybe convolted this. Like I don't know. This sounds like a good strategy <laughs> that's been going on for a long time because I hate spoilers. Like I. Like wrestling, I hate when people are like, "You, I was spoiled on Twitter." How did you go on Twitter? Like when a live show is going on, like you have to avoid Twitter. Like nobody on Twitter is not going to be talking about this live show. So like, if I don't want to see something, I'm not going on any social media. I'm not going to be mad at people for spoiling it because of course they are. They're going to talk about it. They're excited about it, and they don't want to wait. But some people are like ridiculous about it and want to spoil it, which is pretty dumb. So. Yeah. yeah, I learned this the hard way this week with Hawkeye. You, <laughs> you guys up at Tell three him. in the morning spoiling the show. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? 
<laughs> go to bed. Yeah, see, that's crazy. Like you gotta you gotta relax at least for like twelve hours. Give me like Come on, 12. Man, what's wrong with you? Give me twelve. But hey, let's read some more super chats. Uh Mac. Uh, said watching Bob and uh, Bob Barker and Mrs. Parker was never boring. I'm saying straight up, uh, Price is Right always was hidden. Yeah. Though, like regardless. Uh, Tyrone says no spoilers. Uh, you see the Arn Anderson Spinebuster in Spider Man. <laughs> My God, <Also>, is <laughs> Red okay since Hangman is still champ? Hey. You see, I'm not okay, man. You see, I'm not okay. <laughs> My guy, man. I'm yelling you at did. the MCU's. I'm beefing with the MCU's, yeah. man. Come on, I don't got time for that. We got don't a couple of me. Humper chats. Uh, we got Bam says, uh, happy holidays to everyone. You guys are killing it in the game. Also want to thank you, Phil, for the Twitter space to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers and now have to watch the movie two more times and it gets better. Um, he says, uh, Willem Dafoe, next world champion. Uh, he was the best part of the movie, I thought. He's so funny, dude. I thought, God, I thought, Goblin so King, bro. I, th- I was I, honestly, so hard at his stuff. Yeah, the, when he dropped the line... The line we all know, man, I died. I was mm-hmm. like, I was waiting for it and I got it. And that fool's facials happy. are crazy. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> and like I said, he was probably the best part of the movie. Uh, Jay Shell said, uh, Hi guys, hope you guys had a good week. Are you planning to, on checking out Big Swole's live podcast tonight? I actually was. Um, mm. Yes. Yeah, so, Definitely. you know, I. Uh, a because I, I think she's good at it. She used to be a part of Swerve City Podcast. Um, back when Swerve City Podcast was a part of fanoff.com, which I own. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, uh, although Swerve City Podcast, the audio version is back on fanoff.com, so flex. Big flex. Uh, there's that uh, video version on YouTube. And then, uh, uh and first guest was uh, was Eddie Kingston. Killed uh, it, man. So, uh, this, I didn't watch the whole thing, but the clips I saw were just like, of course, I mean, like, it, it's, it's a great interview, mm-hmm. and uh. And like, it's 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 amazing because Eddie is who he is. Eddie's so unique, mm-hmm. uh, in that like he's like a big nerd, but also mm-hmm. he's, you know he's he's a dude I also just wouldn't fuck with. But right, so it's from New York. He's <laughs> hard. Yeah, you know he'll he'll talk to you about video games and then turn around and still bust your smack the head. shit out yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, let's see. We got another one from NWA Bad Blood says, "Man, you guys are awesome." Uh, thanks for always blessing me when joining the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to bless you guys with this $5. Thank Appreciate you. you, Bad Blood. Appreciate two people I was just on podcast with, J-Shell and Bad Blood, straight up this week. Back to back. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all are great. And, uh, yeah, also said, oh, yeah, and Reg, uh, congrats once again on the PWI cover and the baked beans. Uh, bro, the movie was legit better than the NXT 2.0 show. Yep, there it is. Mm, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Hey, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Wow, look at that. That's beautiful, ain't it? Flex, 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 flex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Deontay <laughs> with the Hannah King trick. I wish y'all dudes a Merry Christmas. Uh, y'all giving me good vibes as always. Gonna watch Stardom and GCW this weekend. I gotta uh, watch that GCW hell. show. Yep. I didn't watch any wrestling last night, so. Hey, man. Stop in the air. That uh, that Mayu uh, clip that's been going on since the Stardom show last night, whoo, mm. crazy spot. Lots mm. to check out this weekend. Uh, and uh, Eloquent says, "Happy holidays, fellas!" And also, Sheesh at Darby getting cooked. Darby got cooked. Uh, Shouldn't it even came in the kitchen, Darby? <laughs> hey man, yeah. Let this be a lesson. Mm. Don't yeah. talk reckless if you're not prepared for somebody no, to come saying. back. Man. <laughs> the smoke do will it. come right back to yeah. you, bro. 
Uh, Alexander says, uh, Reggie never lied a day in his life. We are on MC movie 35 or 36 <laughs> and maybe two stand up as complete films, but it's definitely wrestling at its core. Uh, but it's like good wrestling. Like it's not wait, like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> two stand up as, as complete movies. What? I disagree. Uh, I, I disagree with that. I do think it is. Like, I do think it is. I do think it is good wrestling. This, man? I do think that's true, but but I, I do think the wrestling part is true. Said, hold on a minute. Uh, but nah, I mean, plenty stand up is like complete films. Honestly, I don't know one that doesn't. Um, and like, I I think it has become commonplace to like talk about these movies as like, oh, they're just popcorn films. Oh, they're just, but like they're good movies. Like I don't. I don't know. I genuinely think they're like actually good movies. They keep you captivated and and engaged for the whole time so i'm like mm-hmm. how could you be mad at that you yeah. can't be mad at that format nah and honestly I've, I've been having fun with them since since iron man man mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know i don't know i i'll never i'm not one of those guys who can get with you know hating on these movies just because they're the biggest movies in the world right yeah on, man yeah that's crazy fun. uh there's and, a reason people like this shit. You know what I mean? It's not for nothing. Uh, Drew says, uh, I went to the theater to see Endgame, and it sounded like I went to Grand Slam. <laughs> <laughs> Just as packed, man. Uh, let's see. We got... Uh, somebody said I make Daniel Bri- or Brian Danielson faces. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, we got uh, WWE and MCU have one thing in common, though. The villains are usually more compelling than the baby faces. That's a fact. Also a lie. <laughs> Come on, Alexander. <laughs> Come on, Alexander, man. What's what you say today, bro? It's a lie, man. Peter Parker oh, is, is obviously one of the best characters ever. I won't let you slander that man's name. Cut it out. <laughs> and uh, here's another one from our dear friend Hannah. Uh, shout out to Reg for that Big E interview. Thank you, Hannah. I appreciate it. It was a lot of hard work, and uh, I can't believe it happened. I still can't believe it. I look at the cover, and I look inside, and I'm like, yo, you. When I bought it at Barnes & Nobles this week, it's just like, you guys, that's crazy, man. Like, you, you, actually, you actually found a Barnes & Nobles? That was the thing. Yeah, I, had drive, <laughs> I had to drive a little bit away to find it, for sure. I had to drive out of Oakland to go get it. So I was about to say, ain't no Barnes & Nobles in Oakland, man. No, no. no I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 Hannah with her uh, with her undying Big E thirst, um, so we know that you know just seeing the cover alone was probably enough to. She said she bought two though, so that's what's up. Yeah, <laughs> support. Appreciate you. Yes. Yeah. And speaking of Hannah, she also said uh, Darby forgot uh, she came for wrestling Twitter originally. She has no chill. She's young. She's like twenty years old or something. Yeah, she hey, don't man. care. Yeah, <laughs> she don't care about nothing. Darby. Hey, man, she's she, about to she, come she, at you. Nah, she's from a she's from a different town. Like we don't do that in Chicago, man. Like don't don't come for me. Get I'm out saying, here, I'm saying. Uh, and uh, we got some humper chats. Uh, Matt says, "What's good, guys? Got my AEW Revolution tickets uh, for Orlando. Uh, very tired from watching GCW last night. Uh, AJ versus Gresham was a banger. Turn in the big four zero on Monday. Happy Ooh, birthday! Happy birthday to you. Don't want to do hey. the other one. We don't want to get sued." <laughs> Now, happy birthday, man! Big four. Yeah, happy oh, birthday. That's dope. That's incredible. Uh, but yeah, I I also got uh my revolution ticket, so I at least uh know my travel plans because you know we're uh, me and Phil are going to um uh terminus next month uh four weeks from today uh and then 
or tomorrow it's a sunday right yeah 16th um and then yeah going to revolution in march and oh. all of that is booked i was originally planning on so i guess anybody who's going to be in the area um i'll let you know i'll be there i get in friday but i get in like half an hour before rampage so i'm probably not gonna try and do rampage mm, uh like yeah. There, there's no like originally it was two hours before rampage and they just rescheduled my flight and it says i arrive at 9 30 now and rampage is at 10 like no way there's mm. zero chance i'm gonna make that uh between getting my rental car and all that no way but uh, i will be at revolution i'm gonna try and hit the parks on saturday uh and just have some fun in orlando that's what's up so uh, I'm going to be traveling a lot for wrestling in 2022, which I traveled a lot for wrestling in 2021. I think I took mm -hmm. more trips this year than I ever have. Because <laughs> wow. uh, what? I went to Tampa for Mania. Mm -hmm. uh, I was I, there. Yep. I did. Uh, I went. Uh, I guess it wasn't really for wrestling, but there happened to be wrestling that week. But uh, I traveled to Miami for our summer vacation, which Road Rager happened to be happening that weekend. So we went to Road Rager. Uh, which just so happening, he says <laughs> mm -hmm. randomly. Oh, there's a wrestling show. I don't know. You guys want to go? <laughs> my, I, my brother lives in Miami, so it was like we're just gonna have a fun. That was our summer vacation. Uh, but That's I did good. go to Double or Nothing, so in Jacksonville, I was there. Uh, what I went to Chicago for All Out and New York for Grand Slam. Wow. So, Are you going to uh, Dallas? I don't know. Uh, like, My dumbass is probably going to be in Dallas, man. It's so like, hard I, to pass up all those shows. I did Dallas, and like, it, there's a poster right here, WrestleMania 32. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know... I have a bad taste in my mouth because I will say Dallas was my worst wrestling trip of all my wrestling trips. That WrestleMania was awful, <laughs> hot garbage, trash, that was, terrible. That was the worst wrestling event I've ever been to. And, I, you know, it's not like it didn't have some redeeming factors. Like, the, the women's championship match was very good. Mm -hmm. uh, but, man, that between the heat and... Uh, just I drank a forty before. I think I drank two forties before I, I got in. Because you can, it's Texas. You can drink whatever you want. So I drank two forties before I got in, and I was like, "This show is awful." They had like the, they had the, uh, the on the scoreboard on the big Titan Tron. They were telling us what to do: cheer and boo. I'm like, "What is going on here? This is." Awful. I could just picture him standing outside with like the forty and like like <laughs> shaking his, his his baked beans box and just. I'm <laughs> saying <laughs> it was Nitty City. Yes. Oh man. It. Yeah. But nah, Texas I, is wild, man. I, I don't know. It's scary out there. They they all got guns. They all they all double cupped up. Like yeah, like I mean, I, <laughs> it's I crazy. Out there. When I went to Royal Rumble in San Antonio, uh, there were these two dudes just arguing outside and. I thought, you know, motherfuckers around here have guns. Like, mm -hmm. I am just going to head this other direction because right. I don't know how this is going to end up. But y'all are, like, really getting intense. And this was, like, right after Trump was elected, too, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like, that's what they were arguing over. And they were just, like, shouting at each other. And I just thought, this isn't going to go well. Mm -hmm. I need to be mm -hmm. somewhere else. <laughs> nah. Uh but yeah, I, Texas. Yeah, you know what? On second thought, I don't know. It sounds so, crazy. it's crazy. I don't know. I, I mean, and it's the, Texas and COVID and shit. They don't care about nothing. Like, I mean, no, no disrespect to Texans, but yeah, y'all don't really be caring. Like, I wasn't planning on going to Tampa, and then like last minute, I was like, ah, you twisted my arm. So mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say that I'm not going to Dallas. 
But I will say, I always at- say no, and then they're going to announce for the culture, and I'm like, all right, I'm on my way. I'll see you guys there. That's what happened last <laughs> time. They, it was like, for the culture. I'm like, all right, I'm going to Tampa, you guys. Let's go. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, let's see. And then we got uh, one more. We got Van Twinblade sent us a Humper Chat. Uh, says hashtag team ambition. Davy Richards, Mike Outlaw, Cameron or Camaro Jackson, excuse me, and Warhorse are opening their own place in St. Louis. Wow. Tootie uh, Lynn, no role models and technical difficulties are already attached. I'm telling you, them St. Louis, that St. Louis crew is insane. They got a bunch of fire wrestlers out there. Everybody they just named. Davy Richards is a the coach. They're going to have a a squad if they're gonna be training more people too man st louis is about to be in this game i'm telling you and my dude b rob he said uh i don't double cup with my guns also i'm not from here so you better stop being <laughs> double cupped up we saw the heat though when he got the grab shirt we saw the heat we remember we do not forget <laughs> uh, so uh you know where we're gonna start we are gonna start with roman and paul split because, look, I did not like this episode of SmackDown at all. I have not liked SmackDown in a while. I feel like post-draft SmackDown, like, stripped away a lot of what was likable about SmackDown. And now it really is. Like, before it was like, uh, this is the Roman show, but at least there's, like, other things happening on it. Mm-hmm. Now it, like, really is just the Roman show. Uh, and that was kind of the only redeeming factor here. Uh, but it was good. I actually like this segment. I like the ending segment a lot. I wasn't sure where it was going, but one thing I've like been firmly against because I don't believe it. I have been firmly against any idea that is Paul Heyman against Brock Lesnar because mm-hmm. uh, we did that once in 2002 when Paul Heyman turned on Brock. And like when you listen to Paul Heyman talk, you hear any interviews with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman will tell you that he truly does believe Brock Lesnar is like the greatest athlete to ever right. step into a professional wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. And like logically in 2002, why would you side against that? Like mm-hmm. you sided against it for the big. It show. was so dumb. <laughs> in it I hated it. I hated it so much. And like they reunited like a year later. Mm-hmm. And basically just, like, swept all that under the rug. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know what? We know we did this big Survivor Series turn. And I remember the moment it happened, too. Uh, like, Brock Lesnar's exact words on, in his promo when he Paul Heyman confronted him in the ring. And he said, um, you know, Paul, I hate your stinking guts. But you're a great businessman. And if you want to talk business, let's talk business. And then they were just, like, together ever since. Mm-hmm. That was, a, that was like, November 2003. A year later, Brock and Paul are just fine after that. Mm-hmm. And the explanation is, you know, Paul hates him. Or yeah. uh, Brock hates him, but they do business. And then but, I remember when Brock came back to the WWE without uh, Paul Heyman, and people were like, oh, no, 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 oh, we this need was, Paul Heyman. That was trash, yeah, because they tried to put him with John Laurinaitis, and mm-hmm. it was not the same. Mm-hmm. No, it was no. not. No. Bring no. back Heyman tonight, yeah, the, And the second Heyman came back, because they went like a month. They did a mm-hmm. month of Brock without Paul. We're like, we got to get Paul back. 
it's not it's not working. Yeah, and it ain't hitting. <laughs> they Man. brought in Paul, and then the combination was, was complete. And so from then on, I've never wanted to see Brock without Paul. Like, it no. just would not have made any it sense. It legit, like you said, doesn't make sense because you know yeah. it's not real. <laughs> right. And so, but I also do believe Paul Heyman, you know, he, he's been – He's talked up Roman Reigns for years. He, even when he was on the other side of him, he's talked up Roman Reigns. So that's another one I, that I genuinely do believe, that he does believe in Roman Reigns. Uh, but I like that they made this work. I like the logic behind it. I liked um, the deliver. Like, Paul Heyman has <coughs> such me, incredible delivery. And mm-hmm. the buildup, like, he knew how to work that crowd. But the way Roman asked, why are you protecting Brock Lesnar from me? And uh, and then the way Paul like slowly went, well, the thing is, Roman, I'm not protecting Brock Lesnar from you. Mm. I'm protecting you from Brock Lesnar. And a crowd mm. lost it. That was mm. such a good lie. And like everybody knew what he was about to say. But as you're waiting for it, and it was like, damn, that was good. Greatest of all time. Greatest booker <laughs> of all time, Paul Heyman. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I liked every part of that. And then Roman fired him, hit him with the Superman punch. Out came Brock Lesnar for the save. F5 Mm. everybody. Mm. And this is a good ending. It sounds interesting, but it's leading to Brock and Roman. So (laughs) I know, right? It's magic a million times. Yeah, I've seen it a million times, but I did finally like the moment that, like, Brock, like, Paul Heyman basically saying straight up, like, I love you, Roman, but. I've been protecting you from Brock Lesnar this whole time. Um, you don't want the smoke, bro. Come <laughs> yeah. on, Brock. We've seen what Brock has done to you before. Uh-huh. Yeah. The- yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I thought, like, out of everything on SmackDown, I think Will's right. This is probably, like, the best thing. Other than Sasha coming out in a, in a Spider-Man gear and being mm-hmm. Sasha. Um, but, yeah, like, the way they uh, did the video package to start the show, and it had, like, all the stuff from last week, and they kept, like, cutting back to Paul's face outside the ring, grinning every time, <laughs> every time um, Lesnar would do something. That stuff was cool. Like, him waiting outside for uh, for Roman the whole time, holding the Universal title was cool stuff. Um, and so Although, actually- logically, I do have a question about that. So, does Paul have the Universal title this whole time? Like, that that bugged me, of that, like, he's waiting for Roman to show up. He hasn't seen Roman in a week. But then if that's the case, why does Paul have the universal title? Mm-hmm. And because he didn't have it last week when yeah. Roman wasn't there. So he had to have seen Roman between last week and now to have possession of the universal title. He lying to everybody. <laughs> lying to us, man. Mm. Um, no, but, like, all that stuff was good. Like, him waiting and then, of course, like, Brock showing up first and him, you know, telling him good luck and all that um, an actual segment was great. I mean, just to build him saying the line and him, like, them doing that, embracing him, you know, doing that, like, almost little kid. Like, I love you, my, my, my tribal kids. I don't want to hurt you. Um, and, like, all that stuff was great. And then he dropped, like, the Drake line. It was kind of like, man, I'm not I'm not hiding my kid from the world. I'm hiding the world from my kid. Mm-hmm. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I liked all of that, honestly. Because, like... Here's the thing. I've had some gripes with um, with WWE production as of late because uh, you know they're WWE has money in production, and that's the only thing I can give their production because I don't think it's better than anybody's production, other than the fact that it's more expensive. That's uh, it. Because like mm-hmm. you know you watch that Zaylee entrance and it's like this is cool, I guess. Like in the sense of hey, I've never seen anything like this in wrestling, but also. 
did I ever want to? Right. Is this um, needed? Yeah. Listen, but, they are going to make somebody into a superhero. They are trying to make <laughs> somebody trying so on their programming hard. to oh, look like a superhero. God, they yeah. really want it to work. Mm-hmm. I think the problem I was having with the Zylee entrance, by the way, is that... Ricochet, you dumb idiot. <laughs> but that they're having people on screen react like they can see it. That's the problem I'm having with it of uh, like, okay, these are AR graphics. It's fine. Like we know, you know, our phones can do that shit, Mm -hmm. but, but to do it in a way that have people in the ring selling it like, Oh my God. Whoa. Look at all this lightning and electricity coming Mm -hmm. off her. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) stop. Um, (sighs) But, uh, the thing that's been getting me about WWE production is the fake crowd audio that has been driving me nuts. Raw, it was like atrocious. Raw, bad. they like went so bad on it. I got I got a clip and I'll post it later. But I was like, Seth Rollins comes out and they just like hit the boot on MP3. And um, I swear, it skipped. Like you hear it for like half a second, like stop. And then like I'm back in, and I thought, no, no way. That is how you gonna happen. hit a milli vanilli on <laughs> Raw? They did a milli vanilli with they, yeah. Noise. I mean, they, they, they're here. constantly doing it, like especially in backstage segments, uh, and they're like putting reactions on shit people would never react to, and that's that's what takes me to like the uncanny valley with all of it is that mm-hmm. it's reactions to stuff that nobody no would've... one would. Yeah. Ever reacted to mm-hmm. in like normal circumstances of like, hey, next week we're gonna have this match and the crowd like, yeah, and it's like, no, crowds <laughs> hate that. Crowds hate when you do that. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And and to you guys' point with the the this Roman and Brock stuff, mm-hmm. uh Heyman's been the best part of this entire feud. Right. Um, right. Like I feel like once we get to the actual matches, it's like, all right, that's the stuff that I wasn't interested in. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm more interested in seeing, you know, Paul do this willy won't he thing every week. And right. like now that we're getting to the reality that that's the match, it's like, okay, yeah, cool. And that was the the thing is that was the go home. Uh, right. That was the last SmackDown before day one because mm-hmm. they already taped next week's SmackDown. Uh, at the show and like didn't include any of that and then there isn't a smackdown the week after uh they're taking the week off and then it's day one so that was the go home segment uh and the uh but where i was going with the crowd thing because i was kind of talking smackdown was last night we saw it in action during the madcap moss baron corbin segment when the crowd started chanting cm punk and then you hear the crowd audio get turned down and all of a sudden like it's just like a static crowd audio replace it and it was almost like a moment of ah shit we really need the fake crowd audio right now mm-hmm. because uh yeah i they they weren't gonna let that happen but i can't believe i thought the cm punk chance would die with cm punk like actively yeah being around that now. is very interesting i thought they would too but no it if for like halfway through it being a big, you know, him being gone for seven years, it didn't be, it wasn't about like, we want CM Punk back. It was just like, we're bored for WWE. It's like, we are bored. This is boring. That's what CM yes. Punk chants are now. So, right. Yeah. Because but CM like, Punk's back. I thought it would be something else, <laughs> but like, like come up with something else or another chant, but there's still chance CM Punk. 
Evil Steel Books on the other show. He so now it sounds for someone like an, else. <laughs> it sounds like an endorsement of the other show. Mm-hmm. Oh, that happens. But uh, yeah, CM Punk chants during, and you heard, you could almost like hear the panic in the production room for as quickly as the crowd got muted and replaced with the Thunderdome audio. Uh, was like so fast. I feel kind of bad for Baron Corbin because like he's just never gonna not have that. It's never gonna be a time where people are like, you know what? We really believe in Baron Corbin. We want him to be this. We want he's gonna be that character, this person forever. It's gonna work for him because he's gonna make money for the rest of his life in WWE. But like, as like, I'm sure he's like, damn, I just, I know he probably doesn't care. He probably just cares about money. I take it all back. He just wants to eat meat and barbecue. Fuck off, Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? That's probably going to take us into our next story. Uh, but we got a couple of, uh, we got a Humper Chat. Uh, no Name says, uh, shout out to the Grap City Gents. Oh, like the rapper No Name? Uh, Damn, probably not. No Name, what's up? <laughs> uh, though, if it was. Whoa. I mean, Phil, uh, but, Phil got that Chi-Town connection, I'm telling you. I guess. <laughs> uh, Tyrone says, uh, Jimmy saying, uh, do him like you did me, Oos, is like Hall of Fame stuff. That was funny. Yeah, that was very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm about no, to watch I, this segment. I didn't, I didn't you know. It, I, it was a good hot. segment. I yeah, thought, it, I don't, like, getting through SmackDown as a whole uh, isn't, like, great. Um, Someone's I, been telling me to watch it on Hulu because they, like, speed it up or something or some yeah. shit. I don't know. Yeah. Raw definitely does. Raw it. is only 90 minutes on Hulu for a mm. three-hour show. They, like, cut a lot of it out. Uh, it's how it should really be. It really should only be 90 <laughs> minutes. Uh, yeah. Might make it better. Um, but SmackDown, uh, like, like, I did, like, um, the opening tag, but, like, why did... Uh, Tony Storm not get an interest, but everybody else did. It was a tag match. It was, it was like the show starts out with um, with Sasha's entrance, and she's making her way down, and Tony Storm's already in the ring. But then like Charlotte and um, and Shotzi both got their entrances. So literally in a tag match, you let three of the four people get their entrances. But like Tony Storm's just already in the ring. The Man. only one she could have at least come out with Sasha. She's, but she's just already in the ring. It's like you really wanted to jobber, illustrate a point. Jobber entrance, buddy. <laughs> Jeez, um, like they man. really wanted to like hammer home the point that like she doesn't get an entrance here. She right. doesn't even get to walk out with Sasha. She's wow. already in the ring. Shotzi got her entrance. And like they took away the thing people love about Shotzi's entrance. Uh, yeah. And, making, making Shotzi a heel was such a weird choice. Like. Because she re- she barely got a reaction last night, and I mm-hmm. felt like she was getting a big reaction as a baby face. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't understand why they changed her. It it just still doesn't make sense to me. We know yeah. why. <laughs> but, yeah, it's yeah. them. It's those guys. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. The, the rest of the show was just... It's crazy because Tony Storm's a great talent. But Tony and She's Shotzi awesome. can be like the next ones if they would just let them. <laughs> there are a lot crazy. of people on the roster. Like, I was watching Cesaro... Uh, Grimace on the side of the ring, and I was like, what are they doing with this guy, man? Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? And, yeah, Alexander said, one week closer to WrestleMania, and we still have no babyface position to succeed Roman. This yes, specific- we do. His name is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> it's Brock Lesnar. That's who's facing. That's the WrestleMania <laughs> match. You're getting Roman versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, we're gonna- seeing it. Day, one is gonna- Day one's going to end in some shenanigans, yep. and they're going to kick the can down the road to WrestleMania, and for the fourth time, it's going to be... 
Uh, or third, third time, right? Third time. These dumbasses um, might do two. They might do two matches. They're having two nights. They're like, all right, we're gonna have Roman in a, a street fight against yo. Brock on this night, and the next night in a Hell in yo. a Cell match against Brock. They better not. They would. They would. They are awful. They're awful. Oh man, I can't believe I just put that idea in the air. Best man is like, please no. Wait, what did I just hear? <laughs> don't do that to us, man. Don't do that to Roman. Don't do that to Brock. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to see like Brock Lesnar wrestle someone else, like mo- not even just like we're tired of this. It's just like give Brock can do. Uh, he's so cool. He can do a bunch of things with a bunch us of the other Bobby wrestlers. Match. Like, dude, so- oh, come on, give yeah, us the no, Bobby I mean, Lashley th- match. What are y'all that is doing? the problem I've had with WWE's entire use of um, guys that have made comebacks in the last few years. That they've brought back, they keep bringing back guys to do shit they were already doing. Right, right, like. Uh, you know, you brought back Edge, and I don't think it's a secret, but if I've never said it on this show, Randy Orton's, like, one of my least favorite wrestlers, like, ever. Oh, my. Um, yeah, same. But, like, I'm, yes, just, yes. I'm not a Randy Orton guy. Yes. I uh, don't care. I, yes, I, I am among friends. Yes. <laughs> I don't care. But the thing is, like, I was willing to tolerate Edge versus Randy Orton, like, maybe once, but ultimately... We've seen Edge versus Randy Orton, right? That's we saw out the it. gate is the like, problem I had with it. If they would have had Edge come in, if they would have been feuding like now after Edge has been back, I wouldn't be mad. But like out the gate, I saw that 20 years ago or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, how many times did we see it, right? We saw them. They feuded in 2010. They feuded in 2007. They feuded in 2004. So right. like they feuded constantly. This was mm-hmm. not a feud that not only was I itching to see, but it wasn't like we weren't like, oh, I wonder what happened with Randy Orton and Edge. It's been such a long time. They should no, we don't. And then they had the greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah, and, the, and, oh. and I was annoyed with that because I'm like, you had Edge, who'd been gone 11 years, and you brought him back to uh, nine years. How long had Edge been gone? Yeah, nine years. But you had Edge, who had been gone nine years, and you went with shit we had already mm-hmm. seen from Edge. Like, the thing I want to see most when anybody makes a comeback, don't care what company it is, but. The thing that goes through my head is, okay, what matches did we miss out on right. while they've been gone? Let's mm-hmm. do it. Like, that's what was cool about, like, WWE has, has gotten that right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, my favorite example of a good comeback, Steve Austin, 2000, right? Mm-hmm. Steve Austin, and he was only gone nine months. Right. We're not talking about nine years. That man was gone nine months. But in nine months, WWE had signed uh, Kurt Angle. WWE yeah. had signed uh, Benoit Guerrero. Uh, Chris Jericho, who had only been around a month when Austin had, or a couple months when Austin went out. So, like, all of a sudden Jericho was around. And the cool thing was, Austin came back after nine months and it was like, he wrestled everybody. There's a whole <laughs> new slate of opponents right. that he had never had before. Let's do them all. It wasn't and the like crazy this. thing about Edge is he said so many times that he wants to wrestle everybody new. He yeah. wasn't saying, I want to come back and wrestle Randy Orton. He had a podcast where he was like, I want to wrestle Daniel Bryan. I want to wrestle Finn Balor. I want to wrestle Sami Zayn. And they just haven't done any of that. No, so they, like, like we got Seth Rollins. And the thing is, the cool thing is when they do it, it works. Because mm-hmm. Seth Rollins and Edge was great. Right. Uh, and right. like, I feel like Edge is, you know, it's not that it's been bad, but again, Edge and Miz is something we've seen before. Right. And uh, I'm still, and, and they're still talking about Miz like he's somebody new. Like right. the way that Miz is coming at, or Edge is coming at Miz of like, you know, you, you've earned your stipe or your spot and all of that. And I'm like, 
Vince won the WWE title 10 Bruh, years ago. This so is somebody ago. new. He's, he's coming not... up on 20 years of being in the WWE, bro. He's there. He's established. He's yeah, a he's WWE Hall of Frame, Famer. Leave him alone. You know, in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, he's barely newer than Edge at this point. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're still doing the nobody will right. give me my due thing. And it's like, dude, you're a two-time WWE champion. Like, you've got your due at this point. You, you got, did it. You got a reality TV show, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you've, you've got your due. What are you I can't about? believe we're still doing the nobody gives Miz respect thing. Like, we we way past that. And, but it. again, I just and the same thing with Brock Lesnar though. Brock Lesnar is a guy that is rarely around, and because mm-hmm. he's rarely around, the times he is here, we should be seeing shit that we possibly could never get to see again. Mm-hmm. Like why <laughs> why are we continually doing Brock Roman when right. like the first time we saw that was going on six years ago? Mm-hmm. And every and time that Brock most- has done something besides Roman, it's been dope. Like, oh, we lost Reg's sound. Oh no! Oh no! Can't hear him. Can't hear Reg. Wait. Can you hear me? Yes. Can't yes. hear you. Yes. Okay, I can't see you though. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, you have seen it. <laughs> we can hear All you right, now. We'll All right. Oh, and then the the picture don't work without three of us here. Uh- <laughs> So instead, you just get this colorful, fightful background. Um, but yeah, that, but he's right uh, in that whenever Edge or not, whenever Brock does do something that's not Roman, whether it was Brian Danielson, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, uh, not Ricochet, uh, not, not Kofi. Yeah, not Kofi. Yeah, Kofi Ricochet. Hmm. Uh, but there's <laughs> a trend there, isn't it? There is a trend, especially because he wrestled Kofi twice, and because he they did the the Beast in the East, right? It's crazy out here. Yeah. So, yeah, we I was just agreeing with you, Reg, when yeah. you were gone, but that Brock Samoa Joe and all that. Yeah, yeah Samoa yeah. Joe. Yeah, but we mentioned Finn Balor, although mm-hmm. Ricochet and Kofi, not the case. I mean, yeah, but, a couple <laughs> of them weren't hitters at all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, when Brock does those types of matches, when he comes back for guys that he hasn't worked before we get some really cool shit especially when it's smaller guys uh and there's a new slate of guys like i'm thinking about the fact that you could do something with this sammy stuff and make mm-hmm. it fun because yeah. you've you've got this story kind of brewing do something with that and what sammy's shit's... incredible in the ring so it would yeah, be amazing yeah. what is shinsuke nakamura doing right now like there is so much history between brock and Shinsuke, yep. and they Going don't back. talk about it at all. Nope. I know, right? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, like, there's stuff you could do. They're just like, just... yo, do Roman again. We like that. Run it back. No, we yeah. don't want to to run it like, back again. Four I times, still, dude? I, I, it makes me physically ill thinking about the idea that WWE pulled Shawn Michaels out of retirement and <laughs> brought him <it> back. <laughs> Uh-huh. I like, can't sometime- believe it. Bald head Shawn Michaels, that is crazy. You had bald head Shawn Michaels, and like you brought him back for that match. Like the immediate thing everybody wanted to see was, oh, Shawn's out of retirement. AJ Styles, let's do it. Book didn't it. even didn't even consider it. No, they, just, they put yeah. this man on on a Thursday morning. Hey. <laughs> Every time I. <laughs> 
every time I think about that program, I think of uh, the Brothers of Destruction um, walking up the ramp and looking back at the camera and like doing like the Instagram model pose where they're like looking over their shoulder. <laughs> like it's just every time I think about it, that's what I think about. And it has like that dramatic music behind it. Doom. Right. <laughs> That was awful, you guys. You guys brought out one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Probably the best ever in your company for that. That's yeah, insane. insane. And they put it on TV, and he was awful. <laughs> it was, oh, God, I can't believe it. Uh, I would have did the match and not put it on TV, honestly. The Reg needs to stop with the nightmare fuel. Though, sent that probably 10 minutes ago, or 8 minutes ago, so I don't know what that was in reference I'm to. Like, uh, probably, probably that double double Roman match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two. Oh, yeah. Damn, <laughs> Which, I'm let's sorry, face yeah. it, Roman is telling them no to that. He's like, yeah, Roman's like, you, are you oh, crazy? I mean, no. a double payday, though. Yeah. Uh, and Kurt Benoit says, uh, listening since the first show, usually on my way to a 13-hour Saturday-Sunday shift at work, but not That's tonight. Listening high and drunk, keep up the good work. That's what's up. Hey, man. Enjoy your Smoke Saturday. one, drink Enjoy. one. It's the holidays. Even if it ain't the holidays, do it. But yeah, shout out to y'all. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got another one. Speaking of, you are talking about Baron Corbin in the bag. Uh, so, Kevin Owens has resigned with WWE. Ooh. Uh, I think it's an interesting choice here Um, because like a lot of people have kind of taken it as, oh, look, Kevin Owens, you know, the AEW couldn't offer what WWE was offering, but AEW never got to make an offer because uh, he's still under contract. He's still under contract. He's under contract till um, January 31st. So there's never even been a negotiation. Um, Kevin Owens took the WWE offer. And uh, it shows to say, and like I, I know, right? Uh, I mean, like here's the thing: I, I, I would have loved to have seen what Kevin Owens had to offer outside of WWE, and that's not just saying AEW. I'm saying mm-hmm. like in, in general, the world. Yeah. in the world, I mm-hmm. want to see uh, a more mature Kevin Steen uh, back on the scene. Hey, I'm a poet and I didn't know it. Um, but <laughs> I... But niggas got kids, man. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. Everybody keeps saying... Everybody keeps saying that, right? But, like, that's only if the money is the only thing that matters, right? Because, like, WWE has the most intense schedule of anything. Like, it ain't like signing with WWE means you get more time with your family. No, you're working house shows. You're on the yeah, road. That's what, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're on the yeah. road way more. So unless mm-hmm. it really is just about the money um, and not about the time, that's what I thought was curious. Like, I think the reports are like somewhere between two and three million, which you ain't going to get anywhere else. Uh, and good on Kevin Owens for being that's, worth that. Yeah. I, I oh, hope, yeah. That's I, amazing. I hope that's the case because I hope it's not like a Braun Strowman situation or a. a uh, good... Actually, it's like two hundred thousand. What you talking about? Like, yeah. you know, those figures are all wrong. <laughs> or, uh, or like no, a but good... Kevin Owens moves merch. It makes sense. Like it, yeah. he's he's a top guy. He's a top guy. For sure. Yeah, I, and I don't disagree with that. I think that uh, you know, obviously, I just I think about the Good Brothers, right? Where they got signed to near million dollar deals until uh, what, and they kept them in those deals for less than a year. And, like, that's also a thing. Deals ain't shit. Like, Kevin Owens could be out in six months. They could be like, you know what? We're It's a Bret Hart situation. We can't afford it or anything like that, you know? Is there any truth to this Meltzer report where he was saying that he had, like, a clause that stops him from getting cut, at least early on? 
Um, I, I mean, I, I no cut clauses are really difficult to to, to get through. Yeah, uh, I know every wrestler wants them right now, and there's yeah. a lot of talk in the industry about uh, about getting no cut clauses, and that um, you know if wrestlers banded together in some way and i wish there was like a, a a mechanism for that of like you know a way where like wrestlers could band together and and collectively negotiate things but it's a shame that doesn't exist mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't know. yeah i don't know I don't, I don't know what you would call that would you call that a a, a corporation no 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 no, no. Uh, i think you might call that what was that other faction in 1999 uh the... it was mankind yeah and Ken uh, shamrock yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. uh Damn, it's, it's I not ringing a bell. Not ringing a bell. Not ringing a bell. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe ask Selena Vega. She might know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <she might. laughs> but, but yeah, I, I think about how um, there's there is. Uh, I feel like that is something that wrestlers, if they did band together, could probably collectively ask for. Of like mm-hmm. a hey, guarantee these contracts because like mm-hmm. WWE. The reason that they are comfortable with making big offers is because they know that ultimately they don't have to stand by them if the wrestler doesn't work out for them. Like, right. you know, they Braun Strowman was in a huge contract. Braun Strowman was one of those guys that they're like, look, Braun Strowman is a merch mover because he was. He was selling yeah. action figures. Kids loved Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, they were getting a huge return on him. So it was like, you know, we don't have to keep him. And that that is kind of the out of these big contracts of like if Kevin Owens isn't showing the worth of three million dollars, they don't have to stand by that. Right. Which is why I think it's more realistic to offer a more realistic deal up front for two years mm-hmm. and just guarantee you won't cut them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if you happen to make more money for that, then good. Uh, but as far as Kevin Owens is concerned, I don't necessarily know what his line of thinking was and i can't say i would obviously i mean it's telling that he didn't negotiate over there like he was just like y'all are giving me a great deal let's do it let's sign it let's keep going so well i mean hey if if he's happy there Mm -hmm. more power to him i can't you know i can't speak to that that's the most important thing here if he's happy Mm -hmm. where he's at Mm -hmm. and you know he's getting offered a good contract you know that's great like uh that's a w for him i kind of think he made the right decision in the sense that like maybe like when when he initially tweeted out that uh coordinates thing and mm-hmm. people were like oh man he might leave that was september right mm-hmm. um that was kind of before we found out like the other free agents that were going to be out there like right. Lee and all these guys are out there mm-hmm. now the rig liner guys are going to be out there and so i could see him looking around like man if i am not any closer to be world champion here like i don't think i'm going to be closer there either at right. this rate like um, and I could see him looking around like, ah, well, you know, mm, yeah, they did crazy stuff out there. it yeah. was a very different scene. You were right. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he, when he was initially hinting at it, mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't, uh, you know, Swerve wasn't out there mm-hmm. and yeah, the, the whole ring of honor roster. Cause yeah, there's uh, pretty much, I mean, there's a lot of rumors, uh, cause what Brody King just signed yeah. to AEW yeah. and there's talk of, Pretty much everybody's saying the Briscoes are like a done deal. Yeah. Uh, and um, and speaking of which, <laughs> uh, shout out to SP3. Uh, I, I did um, J-Shell and uh, uh, so I did J-Shell's podcast uh, with uh, and Carissa um, last week in, uh, with SP3. And we were talking about the Usos. And keep in mind, I love the Usos. But when he made the point that uh, the Usos in their current state 
uh, from 2016 on are literally just merging the Young Bucks with the Briscoes. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Damn. So somebody definitely gonna clip that. that, that <laughs> <laughs> Red to the bottom. So- <laughs> okay, look, back to Kevin Owens. I kid, I kid about Kevin Owens. I'm not sad. Knowing the history, I've been watching Kevin Owens since 2005. P- I'm PWG young boy. Everybody knows it. I've seen this man rise. I've seen this man be told, you're not going to make it. You'll never be world champ. You'll never be in WWE. You'll never even make it to WWE. And for him to get there, become universal champion, have a long career, done stuff with Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon, and like done all these crazy things. And for him to get signed for a big money contract is amazing. And congrats to Kevin Owens, man. He earned it. Jumping off the sign at WrestleMania, which I still think like, after that WrestleMania, he should have been the guy that's next up to ch- challenge for the world title. Yeah, he was he was red hot at that time. Mm-hmm. And man, I just if anything that I am a little bit disappointed about him staying is that I feel like they still have not like fully invested in him. And I right. mean, it's like he has gotten to do really cool things. He has mm-hmm. gotten into big programs, but the fact that like he's pretty much shown us in a span of two years now that look, I can be a really good baby face. I can yep. be a really good heel. Mm-hmm. And he's still not any closer to being a world champion. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of crazy. Like mm-hmm. he he's owed another world title reign. And I know, you know, deserves is a thing people don't want to hear in wrestling, but I mean, as good as this guy is, he's good enough to hold one of those world titles, man. And I'll- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to see like a legitimate one because like mm-hmm. he was universal yeah. champion, but like I hated everything about that. The, yeah, the idea that you know the fact that he was handed to him. By Triple, Triple H, H handed it to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Triple H and won then, that match. Then we never got to pay off for that at all. And then he lost to fucking Billy. Oh god, yeah. awful. It yeah. should have been a, it should have been the Jericho match at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. yeah. And look, now that he's sticking around, fans, I need you to get this right because like his Titantron is telling you to do it, and mm. you still never got it right. But look, with his music, look, you you guys, uh, wrestling fans love to sing along and chant along. It's supposed to go, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, fight, da-da-da-da, fight. Fans, they're never going to get it right. They're never going to get it. But like his Tron literally says fight at that break in the song. Chant, fight. 
Mm-hmm. I've been wanting that for years. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, while you say that, that is a good thing about him staying is he still keeps his theme music, which is theme music. Great Maybe color. because Great they've been thing. getting rid of every CFO's theme. And like, oh, yeah. Sammy, oh, Sammy no. Zayn's is gone. Yeah, and, right. uh, and I, I saw last night the Viking Raiders got a new theme. Like, And these all these themes are whack, by the way. Look, yeah, I, awesome. I know we're not supposed to like... Terrible. Like, Def Terrible. Rebel. I'm pretty sure Def Rebel's a really nice person. So I'm not going to like... This on Def Rebel for anything but the product that is produced. But all these songs sound like they're being produced they in GarageBand on the iPad. Yeah, they need and, to. They don't need to have one yeah. in-house producer. They need to have like yeah. ten. They I mean, have yeah. a lot of wrestlers. A or lot like of as an in-house producer, done. like work with other artists outside. Um, right. You know, bring in people. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good thing to do. J Blood uh, sent a super chat. Said Kevin Owens at two to three million a year. Uh, Mox cashed in his chips and left. Owens held up the casino. Good on him. Yep. But again, yeah. like Phil said, it, there's a lot has changed because it's it, 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 it makes is sense a very different scene. If his contract was up a year ago, he might have been like, I'm "Nah, out. he would have been ghost." Um, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but no, it makes sense for him to stay. Um, I'm not completely down on him staying, like some people are. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a good move for him, and that's right. what's important. Like, um, now. If we're a year from now and he's still basically doing the flip flopping big show thing of going back and forth between the heel <laughs> and the face, then I'm gonna be like, all right, what are we doing? Like, uh, mm-hmm. let's 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 get this guy where he belongs, man. I mean, people I, saying saying he might win the world title at day one. So, I I I think right now, like, I could easily see him winning the rumble. Um, mm. Like that, it's like who else is it? Like, I mean, there's nobody else that I could put my finger on. Like, uh, that guy can win. I think I think Kevin Owens can win. Um, like right now, he's like my sleeper pick to win. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know who's winning the Rumble. I think it might like, be Bob Lashley. Hmm. I'd yeah. be here for that, but yeah. you know, if I it's so. if it's if it's for the Brock match, if Brock like is if champion they, by now, right? Then, if they like, if he gets screwed out of the day one match somehow, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then he comes into the Rumble and just tears it up, I can see it. Uh, let's see. Joe says uh, I saw Kevin Owens at Disney World last weekend. Uh, he needs that <laughs> WWE money to fund his Disney habit. Wow. I'm saying. No, that, that's Gargano. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Mike uh, says, does AEW do the 10 bell salute for Darby? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, man, he does the coffin Darby. drop. He's already yeah. halfway there. Uh, T. Daniel Barber says, KO staying in WWE is a good keep. Uh, would love to see him be a player coach in NXT 2.0. No. Uh, he could do a lot of good if allowed. Nah. No. 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 Not at this time. Keep him away look, from that brand. Yeah, and look, the dream time. of people going back to NXT is over. It's over. It's Stop. Dead. It's dead. Stop. It's done. Dead. Like, yeah, the thing that. is, because Brian Danielson was asking for that for years, by the way, right? He was like, look, let me work in NXT. I want to work with these guys. And, which is why it surprised me when people are like, why is Brian Danielson working dark? Like, mm-hmm. of course he's working dark. He, Look, he is Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. and he has wanted for the longest time to not only work the main event players, but he wants to work the guys who are up and coming. And he wanted to work uh, NXT a lot. So mm-hmm. when he works dark, yeah. don't be surprised by that. Right. Like When he takes a trip to Universal Studios to work those shows... This Brian Danielson. This is what he, he does. This is what he, he, he wanted, wanted to, to work do. the cruiserweights. He, he kept mm-hmm. telling you guys he wanted to work the cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know. Why are people surprised by that? Yeah. <laughs> like, Brian absolutely. You loves. know, I watched a whole dark of him in that. I don't know if it's, it's supposed to be kayfabe of him in that <laughs> that lucha gear. I didn't know. I watched the whole match, and I was like, 
who is this guy in this, <laughs> yeah. in this gear? And then when it was over, I was like, oh, and mm-hmm. I just laughed so hard, man. Yeah. He like he wants to do that. Like he, yeah, bro. you know what I mean? Like that's not like it's not like a when they talk about Adam Cole or the like. No one's forced to do anything of these things. All these every, things. That's what the other company forces people to man, do. Man, every everybody wrestles dark matches. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. people. Like everybody dark. wrestles dark matches. But honestly, Brian said it in Chicago. And Roman I, wrestles that, more dark matches than regular matches. <laughs> yeah. My when Brian uh, in Chicago at All Out got on the mic, and the last thing he said, and it, this quote has stuck with me ever since. But when he said, "I am here to goddamn wrestle." Mm-hmm. Man, he has proven it. He and that's was not was, lying. He boy. was absolutely oh not lying. Uh, Derek says, uh, Owens will probably get the Cesaro treatment since he signed his uh, deal. Yep. Uh, Sammy's getting it right now, too. Uh-huh. Back to the mid-card uh, two to three months. I mean, facts. That, that is one that a lot of right. people don't talk about. But, man, Cesaro re-signed last year. and Still getting beat up by the same people he's been getting beat up for for the last year they had him in a feud with roman for like legit two weeks yeah. he got he got that short feud lost they were like and we moved on cool, we're good we, we yeah, tried yeah. it you guys we tried he the got, cesaro thing remember he got that he got that feud and rollins immediately came out and started beating him down again <laughs> went right back into that feud and then he lost again like he didn't beat him at wrestlemania it was it was crazy. And yeah. I mean, another one like that is Gulak. Like Gulak resigned, right. and he has just been like even more. Oh my god! And the weird thing about Gulak was Gulak did go into free agency. Like we're talking about yes. Owens, who never went into free agency. Cesaro never went into free agency. Gulak did go into free agency mm-hmm. and resigned. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was interesting. So I, I don't know if it's just there just weren't offers or whatever. Because mm-hmm. like Gargano right now is in free agency. Uh, I think Kyle is signed. Um, I think uh, they were teasing it. Yeah, they like the fact that they're already teasing it mm-hmm. for next week's dynamite. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's like there. He's in place. Uh, we're we're here. Hey, man. Uh, cool, Kyle <laughs> engaged. Um, but no, I, yeah, I I'm hoping for the best for Kevin Owens. I hope this works out for him. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, would I be would be would I be lying if I said I wouldn't have been excited to see him go somewhere else? Yeah, I would have wanted to see him go somewhere else and do other things, but. I I can understand his decision to stay. Yeah, yeah. It's an easy, like he said, it's an easy one, so it makes sense. Like, yeah, of course, like you're in there. So last week we discussed uh, Ring of Honor Final Battle went over the card and took place. So what is the future of Ring of Honor? Because uh, we know what the present is. We know that Jonathan Gresham won the Ring of Honor World Title. Let's go, uh, baby. John Gresham, the brand new Ring of Honor world champion. You know what? I want to address a little something. And the main event was definitely rushed. If you know anything about pro wrestling, you know anything about time and how things move, you can see when a main event is rushed. You can see when a match is rushed. You can see when things are moving a little bit quicker than the company probably wanted to. You lose out on time. It's hard to time out a wrestling show, what people don't know. So there's a controversy this week about Ring of Honor not showing a moment of black solidarity, and they should definitely show moments of black solidarity. But to kind of shoot Ring of Honor some bail, looks like they had zero time. They rushed through the main event. Jonathan Gresham didn't even get a celebration. He It was like, one, two, three, all right, you guys, let's have a, have a great show. Thanks for coming here. Anytime that they're rushing out of the end of it, it's like, it's just for time. It's not for because they think it's awful or anything. So I just wanted to shoot Ring of Honor some bail. It looked like a time issue. 
when you watch a lot of wrestling shows, you can see it happening. And I saw it happen. I'm like, damn, this match would have, this main event match would have probably went a lot longer because they rushed through it. Jonathan Gresham never rushes through his matches and you can just see it. So, yeah, yeah I agree. Um, yeah, I do think it's a shame that we didn't get the Shane Taylor stuff on TV. Yeah. Um, and we didn't get uh, uh, Gresham's actual promo after the match right. on TV as well. But yeah, you could tell like there was um, a rush. But that also just speaks to where Ring of Honor is right now. It's just and so it's weird. It's like y'all are still doing this. I see why y'all are going on hiatus, bro. Come on, get it together. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> weird that like they made all that time for EC3 to stand out there and talk gibberish until uh, Adam Adam Shearer came out. Okay, there, I take but... my bell back. I'm not shooting y'all some bell, Ring of Honor. I forgot y'all brought Braun Strowman. Like, I mean, hey, well, here's the thing. Like, sometimes because talking about the timing of shows, that can happen, right? Where like you gave yeah. something so much time that. You look up and you're like, ah, oh, crap. Now we just lost all this time for the things we had planned afterward. So, um, I mean, yeah, you did bring in, because uh, I guess what, they're a trio now? It's yeah. Free the Titan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, Karrion Cross and, and EC3 and, and Adam Schur, uh are now doing their thing. Okay. Uh, I don't no, know where they're going to do it. We didn't believe WWE no... was going to give up on us white boys coalition. That's what it was. But they gave up on you. Surprising. I'm really surprised. Every time yeah. I see Braun Strowman, I'm like, how did I thought he was for life? I thought he was a WWE life for honestly. He'll be I'm back. I honestly just think they, his contract was too big. I really yeah, think it was yeah. a case of, uh, you know, we signed him to keep him, but ultimately we couldn't afford this. And mm. so we had to let him go. But now, if he goes back, like, hey, I will sign you for like ten times less. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I, he's I, gonna take the deal eventually. I think he'll definitely be back at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the future of Ring of Honor, because we saw a lot of things happen on the show, we saw FTR show up. Um, Very dope. Although they totally took the the Tron that they used off of YouTube, because that ain't the one that FTR uses now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when that Tron showed up on the screen, I'm like, that ain't the Tron FTR Yo. uses now. But <laughs> that ain't McDonald's. AEW <laughs> <laughs> couldn't like give you the actual one. Y'all just went on YouTube, right? FTR mm-hmm. theme. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, they showed up, attacked the Briscoes, and uh, so that that's definitely leading somewhere. I don't know. I feel like without Ring of Honor around, if Ring of Honor wants to obviously come back in April, I think one of the things they could do is you know we we heard that Jonathan Gresham was backstage at Dynamite recently if you did do some kind of invasion storyline with yep. the champs yep that wouldn't be bad yep. uh, if... and you have uh secondary titles mm-hmm. yeah. I mean you don't say secondary but you have other championships that can be defended on your program just like they did with Impact for a little bit yeah just have all the champions come in they're doing these matches. Talked about it with Jay, Sh- Jay Show on her podcast. That's really funny because she said to bring in STP and then you can defend the trios titles because people have been talking about trios titles for a really long time. Well, they're not the tri- trios champions anymore. You have to bring trios, in the trios, righteous trios. now. Bring in the righteous now as the champions. Then you got th- the trios champions in uh, AEW and then it's lit because yeah. there's a lot of cool trios teams. But I think you could do it as like an invasion of like, mm-hmm. you know, these are guys who are tied to Ring of Honor and they've got the Ring of Honor titles mm-hmm. uh, because like it's really obvious. You, there's no other platform that FTR and the Briscoes is going to take place on. Right. Uh, it's, it's happening in AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter it of fact, could it, potentially happen in GCW, but I mean, they, they got to feel the, that Hammerstein show is coming up. So mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're going to try to shoot it really quick, but it's put, 
Potentially, but yeah. I would definitely see it in AEW, I think. So. Yeah, I see it in AEW as well. And FTR talked about how they don't have much longer left on their contracts in AEW. I don't know what they're going to do because they signed two-year deals in May of 2020. And I know 2020 feels like, you know, they just that year just went by, but all of a sudden you're looking up and you're like, oh, my God. There's no like, way they go back over there, right? They I don't know what they do, They can't. Uh, to be honest. They can't. They I don't cannot. know if they go back, but they because they're having the time of their lives right now. That's what I'm saying. As- they cannot. They're all over the place. That would be yeah. like a downgrade for them. I know. And, and and like Dax Harwood has talked about how much he loves Tony. And like he, he said he was like, Tony Khan does not get enough credit as being like, he thought he called him a wrestling genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and-, and Dax is a, 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 he plays a veteran role. Will Hobbs tells me all the time that he gets advice from Dax mm-hmm. and Dax is telling a lot of younger people are helping a lot of younger people back there. So, I'd like, man, FTR is killer, man. They're dope. Speaking of people in the back, though, that story that Sean broke. So, uh, I heard, I had heard about that earlier in the week because I told you guys about it. Um, the, the, the story of uh, um, the fan who got <laughs> dragged from backstage. Like, but good it was on, Dax, too, huh? Yeah, it that was makes Dax. Sense. There you go. Yeah, it was Dax. <laughs> Dax and MJF were the ones Playing who figured it out. Like, this, this dude is. What do you mean you're trained by Jeff Hardy? Uh, <laughs> That's what he and, said? Yeah, dude said oh you're trained by Jeff Hardy. No and they're like, way. wait, wait, wait. How did he get past one person with that? <laughs> wow. Come on, security. Come on, get it together. <laughs> get it together, security. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of Jeff Hardy, um, Matt Hardy is a funny, funny guy, man. Matt Hardy is so funny. The man. Matt Hardy shenanigans online for the last week have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching him do that clip with Jeff in the background, these mm-hmm. tweets he's getting off. <laughs> Matt, is, Matt is hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, a lot of stuff with Matt, right? Because, yeah, mm-hmm. he had the tweet about, uh, he said, I have enjoyed my time with these guys. <laughs> Isaiah Cassidy's like, what do you mean enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's getting his tweets off. Like, listen, my baby brother's coming. Like, I he knows his lit, man. He knows that every company in the world wants the Hardy Boys. So he's like, yo, it's lit. My and there's a lot of dream tag matches. Like (laughs) all of us. Like, look, we talked about this last week. I am not in any position to speak to what Jeff should or shouldn't be doing because I don't know what the situation is. Like Matt talked last week about how. Jeff took a drug test and they released him before the test. The results even came back. Although those should come back really quickly. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm surprised we haven't heard about that already. But uh, WWE is just like we had to drug test you, so we we're washing our hands. It's yeah. it's it's pretty cut and dry. It's not. It doesn't. Yeah. You know. I was gonna but, ask. A, I was gonna ask this kind of a stupid question. Um, but I was like, isn't that kind of illegal? But then again, like, they're not technically employed. So, right. Yeah. They're independent contractors and shit. Yeah. Like, because so. that strikes me as illegal. You can't fire somebody after, without getting the results of a drug test. Like, right. Right. Now, that said, I, I did, because, um, like, I've seen the Hardys versus the Lucha Bros. And it was great. <laughs> uh, you know, when did I see that? That was at WrestleCon Super Show in 2017 mm-hmm. in Orlando. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It was great. It was really yeah. good. Uh, and I would love to see that again. Uh, look, I don't know how much time we've got left with both guys, but there are some dream tag matches out there. You know, Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy have talked Come a on. lot about how Come on. those were their idols. Although, 
makes me feel old when I hear somebody say yeah. that, uh, man, I love the Hardys. When they had those tag titles in 2007, like, mm-hmm. and I grew up watching that, and I'm like, oh, that's right. That's you, crazy. Didn't even, you didn't even get, like, first Hardys run. Right. Like, you guys grew up on the second Hardy run. Right. Man, right. This, was, this was what I was thinking the other night when um, people were talking about Spider-Man, because somebody was like, yeah, you know, I grew up on the amazing Spider-Man movies, and I was like, <laughs> like because like the, the second toby movie like spider-man 2 is what 2004 yeah mm-hmm. and that's like like on my birthday june 30th 2004 mm. and i was in high school at that point so i'm mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. crazy <laughs> so was i i saw i saw that in high school as a matter of mm-hmm. fact i saw the first one in high school i saw the first toby one because I, I was in the ninth grade when that came out <laughs> the first and, toby one just sounds funny and toby. i i I saw the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I walked. I remember that was the first movie I ever saw by myself was uh, I was a freshman in high school and uh, we had the day off of school because I think it was Memorial Day that it came out. It came out May of 2001, I want to say, or 2002, uh, May of 2002. I had the day off of school, and but my parents were working and I was like, I called my mom. I'm like, can I go to the movies? And she's like, with who? I said, this is me. I just want to go see Spider-Man. <laughs> she said, yeah, sure. You should probably go with some friends, though. And I'm like, eh, don't worry about it. And, uh, <laughs> actually, I'm wrong. I'm even older. 2004, I was in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Look yeah. at you. And, and, damn. Uh, They're just Asian us out here with these things. I things. know, right? Yeah, we are. All of us. All Or even all, the ones that are like, I started watching wrestling in 2013. I'm like, and when? <laughs> yeah. That just sounds crazy to me. I know. It ages me so hard. Like when Aubrey <laughs> Edwards said, I started watching wrestling in 2011, I was like... That's just like, what? Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, you like it? And, and you like <laughs> <laughs> Imagine coming in on Raw in 2011. Oh my, yeah. I don't like this. This is awful. I'm not Come watching on, you, this at, shit. At least she came in for all of the punk stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. That's true. Jay Shell. Oh, she is a really big fan yeah. of punk, too. That makes sense. Jay Shell said she was born in 2004. Babies. Babies. It's crazy. Y'all are babies. Born in 2004. I did my first podcast on June 18, <laughs> 2005. This was been podcasting almost as long as you've been alive. It's crazy. I know. She was I one hear. when I did the first RBR. Damn it. And we did her podcast. Shout out to Jay Shaw yeah. again. She's been a great supporter this whole time we've had Grapsity. All three of us are so appreciative of everything mm-hmm. that she does. She's dope. She's killing it out there. She just got accepted to Spellman. Hey. Big shout out, man. That's yeah. so celebration. Hard. Yeah, That's big hard. celebration. Yeah. Like sometimes, yeah, you know, because I, I know the first one didn't work out. The first choice didn't work out, mm-hmm. but you, you never know. And honestly. Someone come right around the corner with a giant huge one right after you never yeah, know man. so shout out jay show so uh, sick and finally or i guess not finally we got a couple more but we'll start <laughs> ring with of honor one. yeah we're excited to see what happens it's gonna be it's not, yeah it'll be it's gonna be a crazy year oh yeah I mean, uh, but it, all that talent everywhere jeez Louise. yeah it, it was it was a solid show man I mean, it was the final battle uh, yeah. was fun yeah, I mean, yeah, the the, the Shane uh, Kenny King match was probably my favorite match of the night. That ladder um, spot where he dropped him on the the package pile driver to the ladder, but it fell and they hit the ground. Oh my man, it's craziness going on here. Yeah, yeah, excited to see what Roxy does next. Like the mm-hmm. Diana match. She's so young. Like Roxy's yeah. got so much ahead of her. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, Deanna showed up too. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they did a lot. They did a lot yeah. here. They it was a, a it, I mean, it was a big celebration of Ring of Honor's history. All mm-hmm. of the cameos, like, uh, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, but, and they say they're coming back April twenty twenty. So we'll see what happens April twenty twenty. Two. Two. <laughs> 2022. <Yeah. laughs> uh, look, man. These motherfuckers went an hour. Um, yeah, I think we should uh I think we should let uh let Reg, you know, open this one up because I think that's what people want to hear. Um Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> What happened, so, okay, look, the match starts, and then they're fighting. Brian Danielson is like, no, you're not going to beat me. Hangman Page is here. It's just so much going on. At first, you're like, you don't know that it's going to go an hour, but if you know Brian Danielson, you're like, he is up to something. (laughs) Anytime he starts starts a match, you're like, this guy's really up to something. No, Mm -hmm. but in reality, these guys won an hour. It was amazing. I was standing up in my room for Were you clapping? 95%. I didn't clap one time. (laughs) I didn't raise my voice. I didn't even like it. I thought it was dumb. No, it was a great, incredible match. Uh, Brian Danielson brought the Brian Danielson. I was thinking about it driving today. I'm like, this guy existed somewhere else. And they didn't let it. Imagine having like Tupac on your and your crew, but you just you just have them as a backup dancer. I'm shout out to Digital Underground. I know I know the correlations here, but imagine having a superstar and you just let them play the background. Like you have Picasso, but you're like actually just use these pins over here and and draw a menu for us. <laughs> or like you know what I mean? Like what's like you had. Pablo Picasso on your roster and you didn't let him paint. And now we see him painting and we're like, oh my God, this guy is a genius. And he just proved it here with Hangman Page. Amazing match, one hour. I didn't do this cowboy gimmick. I'm gonna tell you why I didn't do this cowboy gimmick. The reality of it is I live in Oakland and it's impossible to find cowboy stuff in December. (laughs) Yo, can, can I find a cowboy hat in Oakland in December? for a bit in Oakland. no i couldn't i didn't so yeah but in reality hangman page won the match or survived the match they're setting up some rematch or something incredible contest they did everything they murdered each other i laughed i cried there was blood there was six spots there was twists there was turns there was everything that you could ever want in a match it started out dynamite and it was an hour and tony khan's a madman what did y'all think? <laughs> hey, man. I'm just going to say that I don't think that Hangman survived that match. I think that Brian survived that match. Oh, because of true. Brian, when he realized what was happening, he mm-hmm. rolled a little bit closer to the middle of the ring mm-hmm. so that he couldn't get the pin, so mm-hmm. that it would turn into a time limit draw, mm-hmm. which was a fantastic piece of booking. So good. And... and that's why I'm like, man, Hangman's the guy. And if you didn't know going into this, like those cheers that Hangman was getting during this match, man, that guy's over, man. This that is guy's it. I take it all over. back, Hangman. You did it, bro. You did and, it. and Hangman had said in a couple of interviews yeah. that he was frustrated that he hadn't gotten to wrestle. Yeah. Um, so like everything he, I he was saying, he was like, "You're right." So yeah, yeah he's he like, it. "I'm not trying to do this. This is right. just no." That was, I show up uh, to work and they're like, "You don't have a match." 
top tier yeah. performance right there. That's how you fucking do it. <laughs> uh, let me tell you a couple of things. Um, you know, the first time in 2019 that AEW ran the Curtis Caldwell Center in Garland, Texas, I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about this building. It's so small. And, like, there are plenty of other places to run in Dallas. And they didn't fill it up, right? They had, like, 4,000 people show up. Um, and then they ran it this past summer, and it was much better. Uh, they had, like, 5,000 people show up. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, I kind of get this building. Now, I don't think they should run anywhere else when it comes to Dynamite in uh, in Dallas. Because yeah, that crowd was when you hear when people talk about Dallas crowds, mm-hmm. nobody ever talks about how live a Dallas crowd is. Mm-hmm. If anything, you know, I always hear from people in Houston about how dead the Houston crowds are mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. Like Texas crowds typically don't come through. Right. Mm-hmm. But a big part of that, I think is the size of the buildings. Yeah. Because I've always said that you have a 6,000 seat building and you bring 6,000 people in. That sounds a whole lot better than a 10,000 Mm-hmm. seat set up where you brought 4,000 people in. That right. doesn't sound any good, right? Mm-mm. This sounded amazing the whole show. Mm-hmm. And the how live they were for Brian and Hangman was... The, it just brought the match to life. And uh, it, I felt like everything about this just worked and clicked. And they had me on the edge of my seat. Uh the way that hangman was working in a way where it was like i can keep up with brian because Mm -hmm. brian was uh trying to do the the you know the heelish like showing him up like you can't hang with me and hangman's basically and at every turn it's like yes i can loved it i loved all of it i thought uh just the action was so intense and uh the story being told throughout made sense uh you know, the viewership numbers came out and, you know, there's there's this piece of wisdom and I use that word loosely because uh, it's not correct that uh, that wrestling matches don't draw. But you look at these numbers and the viewership grew throughout the match. And uh, I feel like historically that's always been proven yep. um, like the highest rated segment of Raw history is not a talking segment. It's a match mm-hmm. Uh, and because people like wrestling you mean, matches. You mean it's not mankind, this is your life, like they keep trying to tell us? <laughs> no, like... They want like, us to believe That's like that's the highest so minute for minute, but it's yeah. just like people tuned in for all of like a minute and changed. But the right. highest rated segment as a whole is still Steve Austin versus The Undertaker for the WWF Championship. Mm-hmm. You give people a match with stakes, people they want it. People want it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the longer it goes, the more people get invested in it. And, and now we got- have like social media where like if someone's saying there's a fire match happening on TV and it's going and it's going, people are going to turn it on. Keep to- yeah. <laughs> and, and they were in this match and I was just captivated. I loved yeah. it. I had so much fun with this match. Um, did I love the ending? No. I would but, have rather Brian been pinned. I don't. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Um, now, do I get why? Yes. Yeah. I do because you got Battle of the Belts coming up, and mm-hmm. if they're resetting the win loss records on January first, then you need to have a contender established for that beforehand. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I think it was a case of we need to stretch this. The Battle we need of to the establish belts. it. Okay, yeah, we yeah, need to have him a contender mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. January 1st when the records reset because mm-hmm. like Riho and Brit is locked in 
Like, if the women's re- records reset on January 1st, at least Brit and Riho is already set for Battle of the Belts. Right. So you don't have to explain that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we shall see how this goes, because what Battle of the Belts is only going to be an hour, but Tony's not stupid. I think they're going to do, like, a buy-in or something on YouTube. Yeah, something and then else. have the uh, other matches take place on, like, YouTube and then do... Because if it, it were me... I would do everything else as a buy-in and mm-hmm. then just do Brian and Hangman mm-hmm. on TV. And that's it. Two uh, hours. Two hours. <laughs> I would just... <laughs> if it's only going to be an hour special, I would say uh, with the stipulation that there must be a winner. And then bring mm-hmm. back the whole... Um, that they did at Full Gear 2019 with like the judges maybe. Like, mm-hmm. must be a winner. Uh, if it goes to the hour time limit this time, like we have these judges at ringside just in case. Um, yeah. But then don't actually do the hour this time no. and maybe just go like 45 yeah. uh, and have Brian win. But I loved it. I thought it was great. You I said think... Brian win? I like how oh, no, you said that. Oh, no. Sorry. Did I say Brian win? Hangman <laughs> win. Sorry. And have Hangman win. I'm like, wait a second. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not with you on that. I think What'd Hangman needs to win. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, I think the next few needs to be Hangman versus Adam Cole. Um, and. I feel yeah, like no, Adam... I'm, I'm done with the bit. I think Hangman Page is the guy. <laughs> let, him, let him run with it. Yeah. And... Until like. I don't know. I don't think Adam Cole should beat him. I don't think. I don't think Cole should beat him, but yeah. I think that Cole is already assuming his spot as like the leader of the elite. And but I the next that... guy after Cole should definitely beat him. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, it's going to be MJF, right? Yeah, no, uh, it should be yeah. MJF. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I, I think the way that they're, they're setting up the title picture going into next year looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I just can't say enough about just how good this match is. I mean, <laughs> insane. I, I said on Twitter, but we're talking about a guy at this point that's had like four potential match of the year candidates in Brian. Like, come on, man! Like, in three of them. of the year. Who's had? Who's been better than Brian Danielson? Uh, You know, before September, I would have said, "Oh, Kenny's wrestler of the year, easy." Now, like Brian's had sixteen matches. (laughs) Like, I can't, I can't argue. Yeah, he's yeah, he's had three incredible matches with AEW that are like undeniably on TV. (laughs) <laughs> and I mean, I I am a big believer that, you know, his last match with WWE was probably like one of the best matches of this year as well. Yeah. I know people are like, ah, I'm not a big Roman fan, but no, that that title versus career match was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, like Brian is Brian, like he's he's, he's going to put on great matches like yeah. but like this match was so good, like him. <sighs> Every time Hangman would like try to repeat a move, and he would make him he would make him pay for it and counter it. Like <laughs> there are just so many good storytelling um, notes they did in this match, man. Like I don't know, man. I saw people that are like, oh, the time limit draw makes it like no, it does not sour no. this match. Um, and I, it plays more along into the thing because he had a time limit draw with Kenny Omega too. Like it's stories, it's stories, well, stories, and, and stories. I'm gonna steal a point from Twitter in that it flips <laughs> that it flips that narrative. It flips that narrative on its head, right? Because the story before was that Brian couldn't hang with Kenny in 30 minutes, right? But now that story has been flipped by Hangman not being able to uh, to hang with Brian, and now it's like no, no one can hang with Brian mm-hmm. in in. Uh, Right now, the story right now is Brian is unbeatable. Right. That, uh, yeah, you put a 30-minute time limit on there, and while Brian not might enough. not be able to beat you, you can't beat Brian. Mm-mm. You put an hour time limit on, while Brian may not be able to beat you, you can't beat Brian. Can't beat him. Can't <laughs> and beat so him. I like He's too smart. I like the idea that right now, Brian Danielson is unbeatable. The best you... 
can hope for with Brian Danielson is a draw, but you can't yeah. beat him. And that is, like, I want him to come out on Wednesday, grab the mic, and say that. Like, mm-hmm. nobody in this company can beat me. The mm-hmm. best you've been able to get out of me is a draw. Kenny Omega, the best in the world, draw. The world champion, Hangman Adam Page, draw. draw. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I've beaten everybody that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's been in front of me. But in that middle, you got win-loss draw, zero in the loss column. Yeah, Brian I- Danielson is that guy. Yeah, and that's why I didn't understand. Like, I saw some people saying, like, oh, you guys like false finishes now. Like, first of all, a time limit draw is not a false finish. Like, it it, it is not a non-finish. It is a finish. It is not a non-finish. It is a finish. It's it's not a non-finish. So, yeah. You can not like the finish, but it's a finish. Like, yeah, it's it's not a non-finish. Like, Mm -hmm. and and trying to imply that it's the same as people being mad at non-finishes with WWE, it's not the same thing. And the second (laughs) thing is... We've only had two time limit draws this year. This is not something AEW does all the time. The reason right. why people got tired of WWE and not finishes because we see them every week. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, it's and not they're the same DQs thing. after a minute and thirty seconds, not a time limit draw after a thirty minute match or exactly. an hour match. It's, it's not the same thing. Stop with your false equivalences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cut it out. And this is crazy uh, that historically our match TV they. They called it a Broadway because it usually happened like somewhere no one was ever going to see. Like Ric Flair is going to go an hour. This person's going to go an hour. Like they don't do these things on TV because TV wrestling is fast. TV wrestling is what's next? What's next? What's next? And if it's the same segment for five, six uh, different segments, historically it doesn't happen. But when Brian Danielson, the greatest pro wrestler of our generation, is in the ring, you got to do that it. That man is a lunatic. Mm. I. I, I mean, it's fascinating thinking about Brian just sitting around his house going, all right, what am I going to do next? <laughs> like, he, you know, that's what this, this right. is what's going through this man's mind mm-hmm. of like, what can I do next that like is just some crazy ass wrestling shit? Right. And I love that this Brian exists. Mm-hmm. Um, I said for a long time, I said when he retired in 2016, Brian Danielson is the greatest of all time. Actually, I said Daniel Bryan at the time. And the fact that Brian that exists today, and these are Brian's words, is better than any version he's ever had before. That's crazy. Absolutely the GOAT. That's Um, crazy. He's so good. I couldn't imagine in 2005 when I was a huge Brian Danielson fan that in 2021 he would be better than that guy. And we'd get to see him (laughs) as the best version of himself against all these new current wrestlers is like... Like, this is the opposite of what I was talking about with Edge, right? Like, right, Brian exactly. is here, and he's mm-hmm. like, I want to work guys I've never worked before, yeah. and I'm going to do shit that I've never done before. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. It's uh, we got a whole bunch of Super Chats. Uh, so let's crazy. check these out. Uh, going back to the conversation about uh, years, uh, we've got... Uh, Rob says, Hi, I did two deployments to Iraq. Jeez, like Louise, uh, we got Bam Fossils. says... Uh, that was me about growing up. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Mac said, I graduated high school in 2004. Same Damn, here, I'm Mac. old. Me too. See, I, 2003 for me. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm the youngest on the show. Yeah, young guy. I Because mm-hmm. I graduated in 05. Oh. Uh, so it's just 03, 04, 05. Yes. And yeah, I'm the one here with two kids. Uh, <laughs> but to be fair, I had my daughter when I was 23. Like, it, it's... 
I was going to uh, say me and Phil still in these streets, but I don't know if Phil's in these streets. <laughs> I don't want to put that on Phil. <laughs> like, I, 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 de- I was definitely a young parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still the youngest parent, right? Like at every gathering. Uh, There's like, is that your brother? <laughs> <laughs> like I, when I talk to all these parents, it is constantly like uh, at my daughter's um, like birthday party she goes to and shit. I'm always the youngest parent around. Probably be the youngest at her high school graduation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> we have, uh, let's see, some more Super Chats. Jay Blood says, Hangman and Brian was an all-time classic. It made Hangman on another level. It felt seamless. Everything made so much sense. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. You know, I would have loved to have seen it, obviously, without commercials. Uh, but otherwise... Like I didn't watch it live, so I did have commercial skip. Mm. So I I didn't have the experience with it that people watching it live did. Uh, but that is frustrating when the, like the match is going and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna take another break." I'm like, "No, no breaks, no breaks." <laughs> Even though <laughs> they're showing picture is, in picture, yeah. it's just not the same. I actually did watch the picture in pictures, and then during mm-hmm. the like when it went to like break break, I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna zip through." Uh, mm-hmm. Alexander said. Uh, Reg was teleported to the movie theater for that match. <laughs> Seriously. Standing up and clapping for all my yeah. favorite moves. Max says, awesome match. Disagreed with the ending, though. I mean, like I said, I, I, know, I know that not having... It's an acquired a, taste. Uh, <laughs> definitive finish. I, I think it is good for Brian's character. As yeah. I said, I think Brian being unbeatable is a cool thing because I right. like people who fucking win and exactly. are good at it. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I'm not really into that. and I, I want some... I like one, two, three, or winner or loser, so... But Derek, I see it for the character. Derek says, my favorite part of the match was the sequence where Brian was trying to show him up and Hangman uh, jumps the sweep and just kicks him. And Brian was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Brian being surprised that Hangman is as good as he is is a great story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferthausen says, uh, love the old school heel of Daniel Bryan, or you mean Brian Danielson, uh, going uh between the ropes and holding till 4.9 uh hangman played smart he never ran at brian danielson hot-headed um found his spots uh missed some like jumping to the table right like he has to make some mistakes as a new champion that's what they Mm. were establishing there this was like a masterful story being told with the shoulders and the ring post and the not letting allowing him to hit the buckshot lariat because his shoulders all beat up and like man this is they just put this thing together uh, hannah said just a warning don't ever say he's the best on twitter yeah so me and hannah had both had brian post blow up i think they both did like 2000 likes this week but mine didn't have anybody like jumping in it the way hers did because mm. one she's a woman that's what people do on yeah. twitter um but then two uh i I also didn't necessarily make the declaration. Any declaration, I was just like, uh, Brian, what I what did I say? I said, three years ago, Brian uh, had come back to wrestling, and we were all kind of concerned about how much he could do. And three years later, we're just wondering what he's going to do next. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Like, ain't nobody even talking about, like, oh, you know, is Brian safe? Like, nah, mm-hmm. nobody cares anymore. Nope. They're just like, what That's the fuck is Brian going to do next? Go for <laughs> it. I, man, I don't know. 
Yeah, guys, stop coming from women's wrestling. Fans. That's all it yeah. is. I'm, I'm gonna say like, that, like Hannah, I say almost a daily basis that Brian Danielson is the greatest pro wrestler of our generation. Almost on a daily basis, and no one comes from me because they are awful and they only attack women. Come yeah, from me, and, bro. And, and the people that were coming, I will talk about it, bro. Let's roll. And the people that, that are coming at range. Hannah too. The, the the kind of shit they're saying too is that kind of like condescending mansplain kind of shit, right? Where they're like, oh, well, that's just because you haven't seen Bret right. Hart in his prime, yeah. and it's like. Yeah. Shut up. Uh, yeah, shut, shut the up. fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> shut, shut up. up. Shut up. And they're like, well, have you ever heard of Kurt Angle? Mm. And they're like, mm. I don't know. You yes, know, I like, have. Yeah. The guy that everybody knows? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So it's just whack shit. Uh, Ferdhausen says, Brian Danielson wants that number one ranked spot. He is starting it with Chef's Kiss and five-star he matches. It. He's the one. Yeah. No one's he, better the one. this year or ever. He's the one. Yeah. Don't let don't don't let those other guys at the other company. No, uh-uh. <laughs> talk about it. And Jay Blood says, if Cole is next for Hangman, can you imagine the pop when Kenny returns to run in and save Paige from an elite beatdown? That's exactly what Ooh, I think is going to happen. Right. I think you know, I, I think when Cole is positioned against Paige, and it's again Paige versus the elite, and then Kenny returns, and it's like, whose side is Kenny on? Mm-hmm. And then. Oh shit, he helps Hangman. Like, mm-hmm. that'd be dope. That'd this be whole so thing dope. is funny. I remember when we were doing the PWI list this year, and like, Brian was, he was, pre- I don't, I want to say low because he wasn't in the top 10. And I remember being like, if he goes to AEW, we're going to have to change this. And so, like, <laughs> <laughs> if we did this today, he would be number one. Number one. <laughs> He's absolutely like number one. To- but and then that's Any also category. funny when I, we, when I talked to Kevin originally about like why the list is composed how it is why do they use the certain criteria he's like if we didn't use a criteria Brian Danielson would just be the number one every single year <laughs> yep. yeah yeah <laughs> by, by August he'll be number one again <laughs> right yeah. Brian is calling you out though he said uh, I believe Reg said he would talk like a cowboy I don't even know how to do that what does that mean he's from Oakland man what more, Oakland, come on man, man what are you California? doing California I don't know I don't know that. I don't know that. <laughs> I'm going to get a cowboy hat. Man, it's called the West for a reason. Not that West. It's like West Side, (laughs) gangbanging. Bang, banging. (laughs) Phil, no, he lives in Chicago. Man, it's crazy. Uh, We got a humper chat from D-Lo. He says, uh, can we talk about uh, how Goat Danielson skinned the cat Phil with 59 minutes in. He did. The man got Bruh, tossed over the top rope and then skinned the cat with seconds left. <laughs> with seconds left in the match. Skin the cat. It's Brian's so crazy ass could have went another hour, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> He's man. insane. 40 years insane. old out there just killing it, man. Bro, come on, man. And the other thing on the show um, was Sheeta and Deep. Um, and you know me, I'm a big Kakaro Sheeta fan. Uh, and I believe that everybody constantly has their best match with Hikaru Shida, and that's not a coincidence that uh, when you get in the ring with her, you step up, um, and and she she gets you there. And that's not to say that Serena Deeb is any form of slouch, but when you have two of the best, they, they deliver. And um, I liked that this crowd, and it was very true for Rampage, too. This was like one of the first Rampages where I felt like needed very little crowd doctoring because rampage like that that dallas crowd was so live for Mm. rampage too that the only edit i noticed was there were no shut the fuck up chants for um uh dan lambert and (laughs) i'm listening to it and i'm like this sounds fake uh i'm like i can you could see the crowd chanting shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. but you can't hear it and i thought 
Ah, uh, they fixed it. Because I think the yeah. rule, I think the official rule for chants like that on network television is that when it's live and it was unpreventable, you're not required okay. to do much about it. Right, right. Yeah, but in a taped environment where the swears are preventable, you have to do something about it. Mm. And for Rampage, they have to correct shut the fuck up chance that makes at sense. Dan Lambert. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, man, as, as good as Dynamite but, was, my only knock against it is that I don't think that that should have been a main event. I thought they should have let the women main event. Um, I thought so too. And I thought they were going to. Like the way everything was set up, I was like, yeah, let she didn't deep main event. Yeah. Um, and, and I love their their sequences. I think their sequences are just so well done. And I like that they all played up on the previous matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they did that the, they did the roll up sequence um, from the first match where uh, Deeb goes for what is the name of her finisher? I keep forgetting the name where she locks the arms and then um, uh, hits the the you know I, I forget what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about. But it, she, it, I feel like it's like something yoga related, and I'm just like drawing yeah, a blank I'm drawing a blank on the name of her finish. Somebody in the chat will tell us, but. Uh, she goes for the finish, and then um, Cheetah reverses and flips her over, and then she reverses that into a roll-up, and then she quickly goes back to the roll-up position that she won the last match in, but then they roll all the way through, and she locks in the uh, uh, the single-leg crab, and it was like uh, the Serenity lock, by the way. Uh, thank you, you everybody Serenity in the chat. <laughs> Thank you. Like five people in the chat all chimed in with Serenity Lock. But uh, come on, wrestling podcasters! Like, come, on. <laughs> mm, come on, read this some research, you guys. But yeah, and then uh, when she hits the, but she hits the single leg crab, and like every single piece of that is a play on the way the previous two matches hit, mm-hmm. right? Because the Serenity Lock is what ended the first match. The roll up was what ended the second one, and like, and now we're here. I loved it. Uh, I love the ending sequence. Um, I'm not a. I would have liked for Sheeta to have had a more definitive win, but I did like the the hey, whole. If, uh, hit if we're the, getting the fourth match, I'll take it. <laughs> right. She hit the jackknife pin and mm-hmm. then, uh, but suspended her leg in the air because uh, of the pain she would have been in. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah these, these matches are wrestlers, wrestlers matches right here. Just like the mm-hmm. counters, the callbacks. Like it's just like these are two wrestlers. And they're going to do it, and they do it so well together. Oh, my God. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah really, really good match. I, I did feel like it should have closed the show. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like we got anything by, by having a tag match last and mm-hmm. having that, like, like that fake out with turning the lights out. Like, that didn't really do anything. Yeah, and I get was... they want to save the punk pop, but, yeah, just, just let the women main event. Yeah. Right. Especially because uh, the last time that Brian had a big opener that went to a draw, they did let the women main event. So yeah. my thought was... They're okay. gonna do it again. Do it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. do it again. And I have no problem with that. And mm-hmm. I thought they should have, and they didn't. Um, but either way, it was a great, great match. match. And it yeah. looks like Phil was saying that we're gonna get a fourth match. So yeah, yeah. Fight forever. And, <laughs> man, and it's uh, like this. For for whatever reason, I always laugh when uh, Serena comes out and like her nickname is the Professor. I always think of the Am One Professor. <laughs> <laughs> handles yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's it's great i i liked i liked the match and... i thought the uh dynamite ring diamond ring the finish was kind of flat mm-hmm. and uh yeah i don't know why they're still going with this mjf thing they only use the the ring to uh 
it does only matter sometimes. Like sometimes yeah. they'll forget about it for two months and then be like, oh yeah, he has this ring. And then yeah. sometimes yeah. it's every yeah. week. So I mean, the match was great. I mean, Dante the match was great. Yeah, I, I Dante the, uh, season, bro. He is. He's there. He he did it. I mean, yeah. I Mike mean, says, uh, "Deep, yes, uh, Sheeta Deep Four should final the Owen Deep goes over." Mm, um, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing about the Owen. I'm glad they announced the Owen for when they did, because I saw some people who were like, "Man, it, you know, we're way off a double or nothing." That's in May. I thought, for one, think about the free agents who are going to be available by then. Like, yep. Uh, Yep. If anything, this is I this Perfect. is fine by me. Because yeah. I'm thinking like women's division, we just had a women's tournament. Like mm-hmm. we're still in the middle of one right now. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what new could we offer? But then I thought Athena is mm-hmm. one that we can add to another tournament. Like, yeah. uh, like yeah. put, there's put Layla Hirsch in a tournament this time. Yeah, Come on. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, you could do Layla Hirsch. Like there's a lot more you can do, but there's also some more people to sign. Um, we know that there's going to be some people signed next year for the men's tournament that may not be free agents till like February, because uh, we've got Keith Lee out there, we've got Swerve out there. There's a lot of guys who mm, 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 uh, mm. all of a sudden like this Owen tournament got a got a, got a certain Gargano out there that mm. got Gargano by then. Yeah, like you know what? I am perfectly good with. Yeah, we a can let months. this one breathe. I think <laughs> yeah. the AEW has a good track record of letting their tournaments breathe. They don't force them. They just like, yo, you'll get it, and it's gonna be great. And this one's gonna be that one when all these free agents are free and not free anymore because they are signed with AEW. It's about to be lit. <laughs> yeah. about to be uh, lit. And the final thing on her topics. Look, man. Merry Christmas, everybody. Mm-hmm. Or happy holidays. Mm. Happy whatever you're having. All right. Whatever you're celebrating. Uh, if you're not I'm... celebrating, happy Saturday next Saturday. Happy Saturday. <laughs> um, what are you guys doing next week? Um, I don't know yet. Um, mm. I'm sure I'll figure it out as the week goes. Like, um, um, I What's a few... normal Lindsay Christmas look uh, like? Uh, usually I go to my sister's house for like Christmas Eve and like... Uh, kind of the like the the dower note of it like since my mother passed like i always kind of spend christmas over there mm-hmm. um and that's been like shoot it's crazy to sound like that's been like since 2005 uh mm. so like it's been a long time so um i'm sure that's what that's going to be like my nephew wanted to do like secret Santa's for some reason this year um and so I like just remembered yesterday. I was like, "Oh yeah, I did pick somebody at Secret Santa. I have to get them to get them. <laughs> like, get I had to do gift. that yesterday." <laughs> um, and so, yeah, man. Uh, uh, other than that, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, that's dope. I, this, this Christmas seemed like it just like rushed up on us. It's like, so it fast. Like it oh happened really, God. really fast. Like it's crazy. Like there's still other gifts and stuff I have to buy. Like so, yeah. I'm like, bro, it was just Thanksgiving yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm driving back to Bakersfield. I'll be back next <laughs> to the meth again. Congrats next to, to me. Map. I'm so happy. It's going to be so cool. Yeah, I'm in Bakersfield. Uh, who cares? Come, holidays come on, are dumb, you guys. Yo, don't <laughs> let these holidays get you guys down. The holidays are a big time for depression in a lot of people. The holidays are a big time for rough stuff. Do not let this shit get you down. It's just another fucking Saturday tomorrow or next Saturday. Um, this is true. It's chill, man. Like, if you don't have people or you don't have it, it's fine, man. Like, a lot of people don't have people. We're all in here together. Hit some people up that are in the same as you and just enjoy it, man. Don't let this shit get you down. Don't think you have to get gifts for people. Don't 
succumb to this bullshit if you don't want to. And if you do, are you on the opposite side? You got your tree showing, you got your gifts, you got all that. That's also great. So everybody just have a good time, man. Just don't let it destroy yeah. you. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's absolutely right about mm, that. And like, yeah. yeah, everybody with depression out there, you know, you are seen, you know. And I mean, I, of course, as an old person, as mm-hmm. we talk about this whole podcast, is mm-hmm. that. The thing you realize, like, the older you get with Christmas, it's like the more you go around the sun and you get more and more Christmases, you celebrate more Christmases with people who are not here anymore, man. Right. It's, it's kind of depressing, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this is my first Christmas. Uh, my aunt passed of COVID earlier this year, so this is going to be the, the first. Well, and it, I'm still getting used to it because, like, she used to be so good about you take the kind of stuff for granted but every mm-hmm. time i post something to facebook she'd always be like oh look my handsome nephew mm-hmm. i used to like roll my eyes and i'm like come on aunt janice uh um, and she'd always post like all the heart emojis and all that and like damn i might like, have to go talk for, to my auntie on facebook today because she'd be doing that same thing and i'd be like, no, like roll my got, eyes everybody's yeah, got that auntie that does that though but mm-hmm. she's not here anymore and it is crazy that this Gotta person without her. you know um i will say uh to kind of lighten the mood a little bit mm-hmm. uh Parenting advice. Make sure you can follow through on your threats. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the some, cell phone thing. Did because, you make it? Because, well, not, not this one. This is oh, worse. Okay. So I sometimes when I get mad, I just say shit. And then I realize oh, I can't back that up. And like my kids, <laughs> my kids so got be a dad, man. like my, my kids got in a, a fight the other day and like there was some shoving and one kid got shoved to the ground and all of that. And I got just mad and I was like, that's it. Christmas is canceled. <laughs> Christmas is canceled. Classic b- black dad. And I'm You're like, just going on to being your black dad. And then within, within seconds, I'm like, <laughs> I can't say that. I'm like, I can't hold that up. But I'm like, but I have to now because I said it. So, so I you went, went through, and ripped the tree down. So I went through, I unplugged, I unplugged the tree. I unplugged the lights outside. And, um, <laughs> And he said, we shutting down the Christmas. My wife, my wife asked me, she's like, so how is this going to work? And I'm like, look, man, I don't know. I just said it because <laughs> I need to show him that, like, That's y'all can't just fight funny. like this. Right. And so now I'm in the process of, like, creating mechanisms for them to earn Christmas back of, like, all right, if you guys finish your dinner. <laughs> Same man. Hey, it's, it's a struggle out oh, there. I know, because like, like I said, as a parent, sometimes you just get frustrated. You just say things. Yo, know, my mom canceled a couple Christmases. Yo, Christmas is not happening this year. But then on Christmas, the gifts are there all the time. But yeah, like, well, you, like, know, already you gotta, bought. You gotta make the threat though. Yeah, she's not gonna take all this shit back. Yeah, I already <laughs> bought all this shit. Um, I think I did buy one thing that I do have to return just because. I found out it's on HBO Max, and I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> we get my money back. Bro. Yeah, we're going to get my money back. But other than that, like, nah, this is, hopefully they're not listening. But I mm. I can't hold up this threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and honestly, I want my Christmas back. I sit, I spent two hours on my roof a month ago putting them lights up. Those are going to light for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Christmas is it's it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, um, join us on Fightful this coming Tuesday for a uh, special uh, Christmas special here on uh, YouTube.com/slash Fightful, um, and send those super chats uh, around because 
they are going to benefit the staff of Fightful. Uh, so, again, youtube.com slash Fightful. Let's read a couple more Super Chats before we peace out of here for the year. Uh, we've got uh, Ferthausen says, I want Cheetah versus Mercedes. Again, yep, me too. And, she, and Mercedes said... Oh, Mercedes. Yeah. She mm. said that... Um, she said the second AEW calls, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like, Gotta get her for that tourney. Get her yep. for that tourney. Uh, Mike says, I'd love... The Owen to be 32 person fields with everything on YouTube until the final eight of each. Then everything is on TV with the finals on pay per view. I'm glad you're one of the people who like appreciates that. Like, YouTube is the Use easiest that. way, it's the I'm easiest way to consume content. Yep. I hate when people say, Man, you're stuck on YouTube. No, nah, I like man. that. Like, there's people with uh, more, I, I mean, more people have access to YouTube. When I think about a music video that drops and it does. 3 billion views. You know, you put a Drake video up and it does millions of views, right? MTV at their heyday could not have asked for that many views on yeah, any one no music video. Way, right. Like, music videos now do way better than they did at the height of MTV and mm-hmm. BET. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and Pedro says, what a heel turn from Will. No Christmas. <laughs> oh, man, He's I like was... tough on that, on uh Making the band. Yeah. Uh, we shutting down Christmas shutting again. Down. <laughs> 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 oh, man, when you hear when you hear your kids just like coming at each other's throat. And the worst part is I try to give my kids the benefit of the doubt. It's like I could hear them squabbling and I'm listening and I'm like, All right, let's see how this resolves. Uh let's see if they come to a peaceful resolution and then I start hearing slaps and I'm like, uh, <laughs> and then I hear out. Like, no, stop it. It. Came, it came to fisticuffs. Yeah, like get off me. And I'm like, okay, well we know where this is going. Mm. Uh they're sweet kids though. They're very sweet yeah. kids. Just to not each other. Um but That's how it is, man. Beef. Anyway, friends. But let somebody beef with the other one though. I bet you it's something else. So Oh yeah. They stand up for each other. Uh like I said, they're they're sweet kids to every yeah. adult, to everybody around them. It's just each other. That's where heads but but you know what? I had butter with my my brothers and mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure Phil, you probably same deal. Like all of us, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I was the youngest, so you know, mm. I always, always. Um, I, I just thought about this because you know, I feel like we dowered up Christmas with all of our depression and, and death talk. Um, so um, I don't know, like uh, best and worst Christmas gift. Like I don't know. Oh, ever, ever. Um. Ever, I got to give my wife some props for uh, remembering something I said when we first started dating. And that was that one day I just wanted to own an arcade. And last year, as you can mm. see, I have a Mortal Kombat uh, with the original artwork. That's Johnny Cage on the side. Uh, I have that Mortal Kombat arcade that I got last Christmas uh, from my wife. She got went to a custom uh, It's just running MAME on it. But uh, she got that custom done for me and I, i'm really happy it's running all the time that's mortal kombat 2 running on the background right there uh and i thought like it would just be just like a prop in my basement that i'd never like actually use but man when i'm bored some or just frustrated i'll be frustrated with something and i'll just stand up and go hit the insert coin button and just play and mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love it that's that was my wife she she outdid herself uh on that one that's my best gift mm-hmm. um no worse Worst, uh, hmm, nah, I, I come from a fa- family where like gift giving is our love language, and thing. like we, we, we are, we tend to just 
think good on it. Like, you know, my, I, I, I don't know. I can't think of a worst. <laughs> um, yeah, best. I mean, of course, like just off the top of my head, like I always remember the Christmas I got the Sega Genesis because Sega was just the mm. thing at that time, and like that was the year. Like I got my own Sega. I also mm-hmm. had my own TV in my room, which was a big deal at yeah. that time. Like, especially if like, you're a younger child, like you said, the like if you like if you if you were a kid at that age and you had more than one TV in in your house, you felt rich. Like so, like I don't know, like I just. That was cool at that time. Like worse, definitely like I got this sweater vest once and it had like <laughs> and it had like the rabbits on the front and like the rabbits had like googly eyes and like the like actually googly eyes that moved. Uh... And I, you know, of course at that time when you were a kid, like your parent made you wear everything that you got for Christmas and I'm like, Oh, I'm not wearing the sweater and like of course like there's a picture somewhere with my, my grandparents and I have the sweater on. Um, which now I laugh at it and it's like this like great like memory but at the same time like this was like a horrible horrible sweater <laughs> mm-hmm. mine's along the same lines i got a super nintendo i think it was uh christmas 95 i got a super nintendo with wwf raw and shaq fu it was litty shaq <laughs> it was litty boy it was litty had a great time there. i remember that but also that same christmas i got this uh this is gonna age everybody. Doctor Dreadful. It was this. Uh, you yes. you make your own wow. gummy worms or gummy. Yes, and it I was remember. just the worst. It didn't work. It was like I'm not doing this. Dumb science. <laughs> You're ruining my life. Back to Super. I Nintendo wanted that so bad. I yeah. just recently looked up the commercials for that just because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanted to make some grandpa. stupid potions and all that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, wasn't it called something else later, like creepy crawlers or something? No, like creepy that? crawlers mm-hmm. were not edible. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you could make the creepy crawlers, but you couldn't eat those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Dreadful, right. you could Dreadful eat. Were the ones right. you could yeah, eat. Dreadful, right. you mm-hmm. could eat because mm-hmm. I had creepy crawlers and they smelled terrible, but they like because <laughs> <laughs> mm. like you see it on the commercial and you're like making these like gooey creatures and stuff and it's like cool, but you forget how like bad all that smelled and yeah. like you know they always say smell is like the the sense that is most tied to memory. So like just thinking about it, I'm remembering mm-hmm. how bad it smelled. But uh, I wanted Doctor Dreadful for the exact reason that when you uh you could eat those it was mm-hmm. dope anyway i gotta run yep. uh, we'll read two more super chats um one more from aaron random question i recently discovered my love for army of pharaohs y'all got any wrecks like that army of pharaohs what's that i don't know what that is i don't either <laughs> so I, I was hoping you guys could answer yeah shout uh, out but... to uh, whatever that is i'm sorry yes. i'm sorry we failed you on that one yeah failed you on that one uh mac says uh this is my last christmas before my daughter is here congratulations mac hey uh, he said just going to spend it with wifey at home avoiding Omicron. avoiding yeah. omari yeah. that, that's how i see it too okay god i'm glad i'm not alone there. every time somebody brings it up i just want to like dance into the scene right saying. don't 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 yeah. don't touch don't yeah. don't <laughs> <laughs> that is the best stuff to end on. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to have a safe and happy holiday. Uh, come back and join us in the new year. For Philip Lindsay, for Righteous Reg, I'm Will Washington. We'll see you next time and have a great day. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming. And his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.